Monster. Anywhere. Everywhere. Sirius XM. Headphones up too loud. Nice. Hey, what's up, everybody? Another big show. Yes. Whatever that is. Well, I was just saying to the guys that our world is so strange. You know, I I realized something. I was watching uh, Morning Joe. And uh, Morning Joe was talking about he um, goes on Instagram and you know how you can just scroll through clips after clips after clips. I do a lot of that. I realize it's a tremendous waste of time. But but there seems to be some sort of algorithm on Instagram where, you know, they they got my number. It's it, I, I get Sasha Baron Cohen clips all the time where he's either Barat or that uh, gay character that he does. And I oh. love it. And I send those to all my, no, no. And, uh, I watch those all the time. And uh, also the other guy, the guy that who's British and can barely speak English and he's on with Andy Rooney and, you know, it's uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is so fucking great. And then a lot of my clips are hot chicks in bathing suits, which is weird because I don't know how Instagram knows I'm so into that because I really do not like I don't go searching for our naked chicks all the time on my computer and stuff. But maybe but you, you pick- stop and you you hit it right. You look. Yeah. You I'll open look, it yeah. up. Yeah, well, that's how they get they they uh, they track that. Yeah. I also get a lot of like ads for knives. You know, the kind of like a switchblade kind of thing. For what some are you reason doing doing that <laughs> i don't know i don't really i mean i have a couple of knives you know but uh i don't really i haven't bought a knife in years you know i didn't even know you bought knives yeah i had a couple of knives you knew because you even got me some for gifts, i got but you, you a knife but i you know there was one year that somebody gave you a knife and you raved about this knife so much yeah it's like oh he likes knives yeah, well, you know, I really don't, you know, <laughs> I'm really not into knives. You know, guns I'm into, not knives. Well, I you know can't what buy I mean? you a gun. Yeah, why why don't you ever guns. buy me a gun? <laughs> I mean, I'm afraid of guns. But I'm like, what? Maybe they saw that I, lo- I follow OJ and then they're like, well, hey, maybe he likes <laughs> oh, knives. Oh, like knives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Showing beautiful women and knives. That's what <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> In fact, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's coming on tomorrow. I got to talk to him about guns because, you know, because he did so many movies with um, where he was the Terminator or a, a gun expert. He said he was so, uh, you know, focused on his job and making it look believable that he would be blindfolded. And uh, he could put together and dismantle a gun, which right. um, seems to be important to gun guys. So. I remember I've done that. I've actually done it. I uh You've blindfolded yourself? Yeah, I did because I I read that guys do that. And uh I was like, well, geez, I can't see anything. I don't know. <laughs> I was actually studying for the uh Glock armorer uh test where I would become an armorer at one point in my What's life. What's an armorer? An armorer is a guy who can repair uh weapons, you know, uh, really? uh Yeah, but I mean 
Yeah, so I was training to do this skill, and I blindfolded myself. And I, I mean, I did okay, you know, but uh, it's not necessary. <laughs> you don't really, you know, it's not well, a necessary I mean, thing. Maybe you were in the middle of cleaning your gun when there was a blackout. I don't know. <laughs> but Arnold practiced so he could do every gun stunt in the Terminator blindfolded. And I understand that because you want to... You know, you want to make it seem natural that you know what you do. You're a robot. A robot doesn't sit and think about how to handle a gun. He doesn't stare at his gun. A robot would have all of these skills and they would, would be, be organic. Programmed to do it. Yeah. yeah. And it makes sense, you know? Makes sense. Well, he took that role very, very, very seriously. That's why, uh, James Cameron was, was shocked. You know, Arnold wanted to make the the Terminator so dark, he scared James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. This guy's crazy. Well, O.J. Simpson, <laughs> speaking of O.J., was originally supposed to be the Terminator. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I think O.J. would have been really good. Not as good as Arnold, but I think he could have been good. O.J. had a pretty good film career going. and uh, It's me, yours truly. Such a weird story, the whole OJ story. Like, OJ gets so jealous and enraged. It's like, dude, you could have any woman you want. I saw that dude before, you know, his uh, trials and everything. When he was at Donald Trump, I was at Donald Trump's second wedding to uh, Marla Maples. And I've told the story a million times. That, and in fact, on the back of my book, I put a picture of myself with OJ. And uh, it was weird. Like, OJ could get any woman he wanted, and it's like unthinkable that he would become that jealous in a jealous rage. It was like, let that yeah, girl go live her life. A narcissist I mean, doesn't he? He he can't let anybody go. I guess he can't walk I, I, away from him. How dare I'm a narcissist. you have a life? I'm a narcissist, and I'm fine with people walking away from me. I've, I've, I've gotten used to it. I'm not a. Uh, uh, OJ's got me beat on that scale. <laughs> but uh, you're one of those guys. If uh, if I can't have her, nobody will have yeah. her. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the women that OJ would get, I, from what I read, sometimes I think he's still getting them. But uh, I told you, he was at the wedding with Tawny Katane, one of the hottest chicks on the planet at the time. I mean, this was not a guy who was pining away for his ex-wife. It's just mind-blowing, that story. I mean, remember when we met him and he stuck his head in the door that time? Yeah. The thing he did tell us was, here's how crazy I am. I'm dating my ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We should have believed him. We should have been like, hey, you are crazy, aren't you? And look what happened. That, Yeah. I wish I was the Terminator. Hasta la vista, Nicole's head. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Arnold practiced, practiced, you know, his book's all about all the hard work he did in terms of his life. So, you know, he didn't really need to blindfold himself and learn, you know, for a three-second scene to, you know, to assemble this gun. But he took it seriously. He said, that's why I was successful. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But um, anyway, so he'll be here tomorrow. But I was uh, watching Morning Joe and he was talking about the clips on Instagram and stuff. And I tell you, I think it's a colossal waste of time to sit there and watch those clips. And yet I'm heavily addicted to it. I love it. I after dinner it's every night. It's hard I... to stop once you start, right? You yeah, just but I keep think going. 
again, because I'm knee deep in Arnold, the new book he's talking about, he says, you know, when people say they don't have enough time, like I don't have enough time to go to the gym or I don't have enough time to do this or I don't have enough time to study that. He said, if you think about it, there's 24 hours in a day, eight hours of those days. Let's say you get the full eight hours sleep, which is highly recommended for you to function well as a human being. So let's assume you get seven, eight hours a day. Then he breaks down. He does this hourly breakdown of the day. And he goes, well, then you got to go to work. So that's another eight hours in most people's cases. And then maybe you have to commute for an hour. So, you know, you got nine hours there. You got eight hours. So now you're down to 17 hours. And you got to eat and you got to make meals and you got to do the mundane household chores and everything else that you got to do. So now maybe you're down to you've used up 21 hours of the full day. Now you're down to three hours left. He says, so, okay, what do you do with those three hours? Now, you say you don't have time to go to the gym. But if you use one of those hours to scroll through fucking dumbass Instagram, <laughs> you know, that's the hour you could have done for the gym. And you're right. If you use it for on Instagram, it's not going to fly. It's not going to work. You know, it's tricky. But I got to ask Arnold because, you know, some stuff I know that I've done comes out of just sitting and doing nothing. Like sometimes. But he there does talk about that, to too. be a time to think. Yes. To really ponder stuff. But he does that. He says that, too. Like he spends um, like uh, some portion of his day. He loves the hot tub. He's got some sort of tub and he sits in it and he smokes a cigar. So it is downtime, but he's thinking and. Well, anyway. But because if you want to read that Napoleon Hill book, which was the first sort of self-help book ever written, uh, he talked about all these very wealthy self-made men and yeah. every one of them had a portion of the day where yeah. they just sat and thank and thanked and think and thought <laughs> well he uses his jacuzzi to think so anyway if you want a rude awakening check the screen time section of your iphone you'll be shocked how much of your life you waste uh it's pretty insane and um yeah anyway so even if you work on your iPhone, because I read a lot of articles on the iPhone. Yeah, so do I. Paper clips and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you and I are lucky. We've got jobs where it's like, well, you know, we have to uh, look at all this stuff because we <laughs> yeah, have to be aware for our job. I look up the timeline yeah. of somebody's romance. That's work. <laughs> it's really weird, too. I noticed something that there's a bunch of, um, you know, I was thinking about our show. And for many years, one of the things that I always concentrated on, if someone has done the show Saturday Night Live, I would have them on and I'd interview them because I'm really um, interested in how they put together Saturday Night Live. I was always interested in the performers on Saturday Night Live because it's really one of the few unique television shows still out there because it's live and it gives young comedians a chance, sketch comedians in particular, because there's nowhere where sketch comedians can really work out and make a living. So Saturday Night Live, to me, the way they do it live and they switch the sets and how they write it, all of that stuff was really interesting to me. And then it started bugging me. I realized, like, all the guys who did Saturday Night Live used to be on here all the time, but now they've all got podcasts. Yes. And all they talk about is Saturday Night Live. So the thing that we used to do has now gone into the podcast world 
And so you see a lot of clips they, of the guys talking about how they write Saturday Night Live and how the the like uh, like there was a clip that uh, was um, who I guess they asked Dana Carvey, but it's on Dana Carvey's podcast. Who was the best <clears throat> anchor man or anchor woman right, for uh, the of the Saturday Night the, Live thing yeah. for the fake news? And uh, I think they said Dennis Miller. I think he said Dennis Miller, which is probably true. It's either Norm Macdonald or Dennis Miller. But uh, but my point, I guess I'm making, is that the world has changed so much that now, like, everything's so specialized with a podcast, there's nothing special anymore. Like, it used to be like a real special discussion. When the guys would come on, I remember, like, Bill Hader would come on with uh, Seth Meyers and... Um, uh, and, and, and Fred Armisen, and they would talk about how they put Saturday Night Live together. But now you can get that 24 hours a day on Saturday Night Live podcasts. Well, that's what I was going to say. These podcasts are insular because then they go visit each other on yes, their podcast. Exactly. And everything. <laughs> so, so now there's like nothing left to learn about Saturday Night Live. I know everything there is to know about Saturday Night Live <laughs> because it's so specialized. Like Dana and, and David went off and did Fly on the Wall podcast, which literally is devoted to talking about Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess everyone has an open microphone. So radio is kind of dead. But, I mean, everyone has access, but nobody knows where to listen because there's so many podcasts. There was some wa- wacky statistic that Gary was telling me that there's like X amount of podcasts in America, like billions but there's only like 40 of them or something. That what, what is the exact quote? I don't want to get it wrong. I think that 5% of podcasts are, are listened to like not by 95% of people. <clears throat> like most of them, right. there's 2 million podcasts, but like I think 40,000 of them get, you know, somebody to listen to. Most of them are never listened to. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Wow, never listen to. Can you imagine your and you keep making it and nobody? <laughs> I mean, well, wait, Gary's other stat was that there are like there's so many podcasts, but a lot of them. Some people don't do another podcast for like another three years, but it's up there as a podcast. Oh, so okay, yeah, but, because they they get frustrated that nobody listens to it. <laughs> Robin, think about this. We played this on Sternthology last week. Do you remember um, uh, Eric the Actor's American Idol podcast? Yes, you know, yes, like, yes. I think a lot of them are like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, they have no he callers. he was one of the pioneers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and they don't have a budget, so the, the, the technology is horrible, and the sound quality is horrible, and everything's just horrible. But anyway, that's the world we live in. I mean, the same with musicians. They've had to adjust. I mean, the music world is really weird. I don't know what... You know, yeah, you've got Taylor Swift and you got, um, you know, Ed Sheeran, you know, people who have broken through. But for the most part, there are so many people putting they're just putting their stuff up on the Web and uh, their music's never heard. They don't know how to break through. It's almost impossible. Same with films. I mean, the film world is completely different. Yeah. The Barbie movie made money. Yeah. The um, you know, there were a couple of movies. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part. It's gotten really weird. There's, I was thinking about it. There's very few new movie stars even. The, the movie stars are really television stars now You because you view everything on... Well, I say the age of stars is over because... I think so. You watch TV shows. You don't 
actually know who you're watching. You don't know them by name anymore. It's over, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, where's Julia Roberts? I was asking my buddy the other day. I go, where's Julia Roberts? Like, what happened to her? And like, even George Clooney's a big sub. But where is he? I mean, you know, what does he do? Where is he? They have to do what everybody else is doing now. They do some things on Netflix. Maybe they do a feature film that's only released in theaters sometimes when yeah. they can get enough stars together. But yeah, everybody's trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, anyway, uh, I do want to just uh, go through a couple of things. Uh, first of all, um, the number one show on HBO Max, it's, well, it's on HBO Max, but it's the number one show. show and I got to start watching it. I can't believe I haven't watched it yet. You know what it is? I got so many shows now that I need to watch. Like last night, I got an advanced copy of the second episode of Bachelor in Paradise. So I'm watching that, but that, you know, that's it. And then I said, then I was thinking about Arnold's book. I go, I just wasted two hours of my precious time watching this thing, but God, I'm so sucked in. Uh, Beth slept through the whole thing. She was the, I like, thought you just, liked Bachelor in Paradise. Now you're going to have to watch it again? She's angry with Bachelor in Paradise because we found another show we like better. This oh, really? uh, medical show that we watch. And she was oh, like New angry. Amsterdam. She was, New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. She wanted to watch New Amsterdam. And I said, well, we got to watch Bachelor in Paradise because that's going to be on the air. And then we'll, then we'll get, you know, spoilers. And she goes, yeah, I guess you're right. I go, yeah. I'm sorry. We got to watch Bachelor. Like Bachelor in Paradise was a punishment that we had to watch. <laughs> but look, I don't want to fall far behind. So I'm laying there watching it and uh, she fell asleep. And then she wakes up every couple of seconds and goes, what happened with those two? <laughs> and I'm explaining. And I feel like a real idiot explaining. I go, oh, <laughs> the guy with the earring is in love with Kat. But Kat, you know, it doesn't, uh, you know, she's thinking about other guys. I mean, you know, my, my wife's like, well, oh, okay. And then she she's like, <laughs> and like five minutes <laughs> later, she wakes up. Yeah, back to sleep. And then I'm explain I'm explaining Bachelor in Paradise to my <laughs> wife last night. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on with my life? So crazy. So anyway, the number one show now, and I got to watch it. I'm completely into it. Um, and I've heard about it from everyone. Uh, Naked Attraction, which I guess everyone's oh. watching. I finally watched an episode this past weekend, I think. It's a dating show where dates are chosen solely off of a contestant's physical appearance. And the contestants stand naked in these colored boxes. And then they're evaluated like, like, look in the orange box. It's a British show, you know, like, look in the and and uh, the, the, all the British people on the show have that accent that. You know, like Eliza Doolittle had, you know, like it's like the Cockney. It's like it's like the <laughs> not really. Ain't, they the ain't royalty in the boxes. They do have weird accents. Look at them <laughs> labias. The OK, <laughs> look at them labias like they're just all flappy. So you, so the people stand there naked. And from what I'm hearing is that the guys have like no dicks. And it makes you feel oh, really that's good. That's not true. The episode oh, yeah? I watched, there was one guy who had a a big one, and then he had a tattoo of an elephant's head. So, like, his dick was the trunk. Oh my god! Would any woman <laughs> go out with that guy? Did anyone accuse him? 
I think, did he win or did he get sent home? Oh, come on. You got, I mean, come on. A guy had big elephant ears, so his dick would be a trunk? Yeah, it was the trunk. Motherfucker. You can't, come on, Robin. You can't go out with a guy who has elephant ears. Insane, well, you but- know that that guy had uh, he 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 turned out to be a pretty nice guy, and he was missing a leg, I think. Uh, well, Mamet was saying he felt pretty good about his own dick because, uh, yeah, I watched know. the show, and I was like, oh my god, I have a big dick because I'm used to porn <laughs> where guys have like eight inch penises, but most dudes are tiny. I was telling uh Howard, I was like, you should watch this. I think it'll make you feel better about yourself. Like Robin, don't the guys on the show have they're they're tiny. There was one two big ones and then the others, you know, you get you get everything, Howard. You get uh foreskin, you get partial foreskin, you get, you know, full circumcision, you see everything. Well, you know that statue Michael Michelangelo's David? Yeah. Like to me, that's a small penis, but but uh I think most guys ha- that's what they have, right? That's Mamet? what they have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very David like. It's itty bitty. Yeah, itty bitty. I'm itty bitty. And you know what? But I had to go to the urologist the other day and I thought he was gonna like look at my dick and go, Jesus. But he was just like, eh, normal. You know. You know, he he evaluated he me. He said normal? normal? <laughs> yeah, but he goes, You have normal everything. You know, I was like, Oh, I I've always thought I was abnormal. <laughs> well, I, I felt a little better. Mine mine is under my my balls. Didn't you say yours is above your balls? Yeah, well, that's kind yeah. of a bad sign. I'm talking about um, when I'm flaccid. Yeah, I got nothing. I mean, my, my you know, my balls hang lower than my dick. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, didn't didn't you do naked yoga? Didn't somebody once say that your dick looked like an acorn on a stack of dimes? Yeah, but he was he was doing shtick, I think, and also like you know when you do yoga, the blood leaves your. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Wait a <laughs> second, you're telling me your dick hangs below your balls? Yeah. Well, well, then you know you have nothing to complain about. Maybe I have about. small balls. I don't Maybe know. Maybe you have small I, balls. Yeah. yeah, you have no balls. That's your problem. <laughs> it could be, but I'm telling you, I'm I'm bigger than the guys on these show with 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 few exceptions. Yes. Gary's got a big cock. I so I tell you know it's a famous yes. story. I went to the gym yeah. with him, and this dude walking around is all proud. It's it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty thick and pretty long. Four inches is fine. Yeah, he well, could get, he could put the elephant ears around his dick and make. Yeah, Gary would do fine. Yeah, <laughs> Gary would do fine on that show. No, he couldn't put the elephant ears on, but he's, no, he's, no, he's pretty well on. He has no uh, qualms about standing there naked in the locker room. I wouldn't even take a shower. He took a shower. I was just like, I'm not showering. I'll go home and shower. I'm, I'm ashamed. Harry, I- I would go to the gym, and there would be guys that would fuck the locker to put their underwear on. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like they, right. Would, they would That's leave me. into the locker. It would be very funny. <laughs> That's me. I'd be like, i got to shimmy these underpants on real quick. <laughs> but, 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 back to the show. Like As a society, we've just gotten... We've gone way too far with the body positivity because some of the people on the show are so dumpy and disgusting and no one can say anything negative. They have to always be like, oh, you know, she's very curvy. It's like, no, that's that's not curvy. Yeah, I got some clips. He's you'd got hear. nice eyes. It was what you'd hear. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> here's a man. Here's I'm a man rating something positive. Here's a man rating a, a woman's vulva. But uh I got to tell you. I don't even, I'm not really clear on what a vulva is anyway. I wouldn't even know how it's to rate your vulva. Thing. It's, it's the yeah, outside. That's the, yeah. That's it's the, the whole badge. Everything. 
Oh. It's the thing you can see when you first look before you start parting the oh. hairs. Or well, I thought that was it's the, got the hairs on it. <laughs> I thought that was the Moans Vernus. <laughs> no, I'm like, um, you're saying to me a vulva. I thought a vulva was an internal thing. What you're saying no, is. No, no, no. The vagina's internal. <laughs> the vagina's oh. not out. The vagina's inside. Oh, and the I thought the labias were outside. <laughs> that vulva, the labia are part of the vulva. So Howard, wait, wait a second. Like, excuse, well, get, uh, forgive me, Gary. Uh, Robin, yes. the labia are those lips. Yes. But what's a vulva then? The la- the, there's the major lips, the minor lips. Minor lips. And what else is outside? <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, clit, wait. You're all saying of that is the vulva. Wait, you're saying the major lips and the minor lips are outside? <laughs> of the oh yeah, they're not internal, they're outside. Hmm. I've never what looked do you that think closely you're at looking you. At? I don't know. I've seen a lot of uh mo- most I guess women I've been with don't have a lot of roast beef. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, and Howard, that's where the show so gets what's weird. The, yeah, but what's the vulva then? So I is it Okay, so you have uh your arm has different parts to it, right? It's not one thing. You have a right. forearm and an upper arm yes. and an elbow. There uh-huh. are parts to women's anatomy. And wow. the vulva is the external part. So what you're saying is the vulva is anything that hangs outside the vagina. It's outside of the body, yes. The, the wow. passage inside is the vagina. Yeah. So instead of wasting my time saying, oh, you have beautiful labias. I could just say, oh, what an attractive vulva you have. Yes, you could. You could just wow. uh, compliment the whole thing. Gary's mouth looks like a vulva. What did you want to say, Gary? <laughs> no, I was going to say that when, so, so they, they lift up, all, say there's like six people, they lift them all up. And so some of them, it almost looks like a Barbie doll, you know, that you don't see anything. Right. And then some of them, you see a lot of labia. And, wow. and some of it looks, and some of it looks vulva, normal, and some of it's very disconcerting. You know, the, the amount of lazy. You see a lot of vulva. <clears throat> you see, no, you Gary, see a, you're, a lot you're of using, on. yeah, but you're saying labia, you're but I think we're. not using the right term. But, but, but maybe saying. he is, because what? if you say, hey, I see a lot of labia, it's the same as the vulva. I'm, I'm here. I'm going to make a rule. I think the word <laughs> vulva should never be used again. It's either vulva or labia, and labia is funnier. I, I mean, uh, well, in other words. you're the one who was using it. Mostly we say labia. I thought the vulva was like somewhere around the G spot. I had no idea. <laughs> so you're saying to me, if Gary says labia, you <clears throat> could have He's just as easily about said a lot. Part of the vulva, yeah. But what Wait, else is part, part of, of the vulva? Yeah, but what else is part of the vulva? I just told labia. You, there's a there's major lips, minor lips, and the clitoris. No, clitoris is in there. It's in no, that it's not inside your body. It's the yes, top. It is. The, the top. No, that thing. Hood, right, oh, oh, no wonder no one gets off so when I eat bad. them out. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought that was something internal. I had a tongue. Howard, oh. I just looked up a, a, a diagram. It's a drawing and labeling all. There's like seven or eight different individual parts uh, with with all different labels and names and stuff. All I right. didn't realize. Name all the parts of the vulva. Okay, so first of all, this diagram I'm looking at names the whole thing the vulva, right? So the whole package yes. is the yeah. vulva. Okay, so Robin and then said. you have the labia majora on the outside ring. Yes, an, labia minora. Inside. Okay, then you have the urethral opening 
above oh. Oh, the vaginal the opening. openings in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Then there's the Robin. I don't know what this is. The vulva vestibule. It sounds like where you take your hat off. I guess where you walk in there. Well, I think that's the the hood of the, the hood. clitoris, maybe. The hood. Yeah. Well, then they have the yeah. clitoris, and then above that, the clitoral hood. Those are all the parts labeled okay. on the vagina. Right. That's and what right. about, uh, can you include the taint in that uh, vulva? <laughs> they have, they no. have the anus marked, but they, they, they don't label the taint. <laughs> so, the, But the anus is not part of the vulva. No, it's separate. It's like an inset, right. like when you see Hawaii on a map. Yeah. And the taint is the taint. That's it. And the taint, the taint the vulva and the taint the anus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know i didn't really know that i'll be honest all my years on the planet and uh, all the women who suffered through sex with me uh if only i had known you really didn't think the clitoris was inside did you oh yeah i did i'm not i'm still you know what i do i just kind of like a speed bag i just kind of flip my <laughs> finger around there and see if i hit something <laughs> i don't know i know i'm bad at it i know i know like when i'm like if I'm like rubbing your vagina, I don't know what I'm rubbing. I'm just rubbing it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, to get you well, off. Well, you, if you stick your hand in something, you're in the vagina. Yeah, no, I don't go in it. Like if I'm just oh, that little that, in something. that little bit of roast beef on the top, I flip that around with my fingers. Isn't oh, that so the clitoris? you're sort of yeah. in the area of the clitoris. You may not necessarily yeah. hit it. You're right. in the hood or you're somewhere right. in there. Yeah, I just kind of just flip it around, <laughs> like a speed like a speed bag, bag. like a speed oh bag. Yeah, and you know, I think I think you like it fast. I think women like it fast, and then sometimes I press on it. You know, like I'm ringing a bell at a at a yeah, hotel. Like this the yeah, doorbell. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, so, so Robin, and, my my point was that in some of these, you don't see a lot of labia minora and majora, and some you see way too much. Right, right. And I think, well, may she rest in peace when you guys made me go in and look at Nicole Bass. Yeah. I think that's what I saw, like a real roast beefy. I, I was yeah, scared. vulva. <laughs> so her vulvas, well, I mean, her labias were very in... And hood. They look like how, they how were blown and gorge, up. And gorge. I, I still yeah. remember to this day, Robin was so scarred. I still remember her exact words. She was laughing. And Howard, Howard, Howard goes, what did you see? What did you see? And Robin goes, I don't think it's supposed to hang. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it was like a cheese steak sandwich out in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> we loved her, though. You she know, was great. She was such a good beautiful, sport. Beautiful vulva. Um, wow, love that. Outstanding vulva. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. Oh, hey, Senator Mitt Romney. Hi, I heard you're oh. retiring. Uh, yes, I am retiring, Howard, but I wanted to help clear all this up for you about the vulva. Uh, the vulva encompasses the vagina, the labia minora, the urethral opening, the labia majora, and it's all there to be fucked. Right. <laughs> and the vagina is the internal passage which leads to the uterus. The clitoris, of course, sits atop the vagina, often nestled in pubic hair. There are many names mm. for the vagina, including the ham wallet, the cock holster, uh, the fuck tunnel, uh, the clam, uh, but if you want to get really dirty, pudendum. Wow. I wow. didn't know the clitoris. Senator, I didn't know the clitoris sat atop the labias. I didn't really realize that. Well, it's Not between the labia, but atop the, the, the vaginal, the yeah. opening to the vaginal. You should know this, Howard. I mean, good Lord. I'm a Mormon and I know this. Well, I didn't even know you were an expert on pussy. 
Well, I'm going to focus on being a full-time pussy expert now that I'm retiring. <laughs> I, I have the time. <laughs> That's fabulous. I do nothing but fuck my wife, Anne. Anne, yeah, And have I know. labels tattooed on her various vulval parts. Yeah, but aren't you worried she's in menopause? I mean, I'm sure she's menopause. I mean, at you, your guy's age. I mean, uh, how much pussy could you really plan on getting? Mormons don't age like you do, Howard, and everybody else. We 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 last a very long time sexually. Hmm. We plan on being sexually active into our 90s or early 100s. Wow. wow. But up to now, I've only gotten a good look at her pussy through a hole in the sheet. <laughs> well, I thought that was... But if she does go through menopause, it means I get to bust raw. It's a miracle. Right. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Senator. And uh, I guess, you know, uh, thank you for your service. I appreciate it, Howard. Uh, it, uh, thanks for yours as well. Thank you. I love my wife's cunt. Right. Got it. <laughs> Sounds it. Is squirt real? Uh, some people believe that squirt is pee, but some people say it is something altogether different. What do you say? I say it's pee, and I love pee. Right. <laughs> you can smell my finger anytime. Right. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I hope I cleared everything up for everybody. Yeah, no, you did. You did. You, 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 you were, did. You're like a, a senator gynecologist. You're awesome. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going for. My pleasure, Howard. Yeah, uh, what a romantic. Uh, who knew Senator Mitt Romney was an expert on pussy? Still hot for his wife. He's chasing yeah. her around. Yeah, good for you, Senator. Thank you. Hmm. I think that was the real Mitt Romney, actually. Sounded very convincing. Oh. Yeah. I did think the the voice was very good if it was a hmm. impersonator. Let me see. Are you the real Mitt Romney? <laughs> uh, well, yes. Uh, who else would I be? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's me. I've called into yeah. your show before. I Senator know. Mitt Romney of Utah. Yeah. Also wow. pussy really expert. You. Wow. Yeah, pussy expert. <laughs> wow, cool. You know, I've been a fan of your show for a long time, and I like to call in every now and again. All right, cool. All right, thank you. <laughs> who else would have this fucking voice? <laughs> uh... Yeah. So, oh, so here's some clips from Naked Attraction. This is a dude. And Again, it's, gonna... you know, it's kind of a boring show, but, you know, you have to see but, it at least once. Yeah, I'll check it out. Like, you're not sticking with it, right? You saw enough. No, because they really don't talk to the people. They just look at them. And then whoever the contestant is turns and says what she or he thinks of the labia or the cock they're looking at. Here's a man rating women's vulvas. He, he, he refers to orange and different colors. That's because all of the people are in different colored booths and stuff. Which yeah. vulva is drawing you in? We'll go orange. Now, I don't think I've came across a vagina that I don't like. Bit of a landing strip guides you in, so to speak. A spin round for his orange. I do like curves. Curvy bottom. Very nice. We'll go down to blue. Very trimmed, very neat. It's looking good to me. Bit of FaceTime downstairs is always... Bit of FaceTime downstairs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I don't think... I, that's that, that guttural uh, accent, I believe. Good. The Love cotton. that. Let's go with a yellow. I could work with that, yeah. That is neat, tidy, reasonably tucked in. I could work with that pussy, I could. Absolutely, I've seen a lot of roast beef like that and quite enjoy it as it wraps around me penis. <laughs> it's like a bunch of pirates. Aye, aye, sir. Look at that. It's a vagina in it. Yes, it is, governor. Whoa. Good legs. 
Now, I do like a lady that is a bit athletic or a toned leg. Okay. Let's go on to red. I do enjoy a curvy girl. Yeah. A little bit of labia peeking out there. It's looking good to me. Finally, we have got green. Now, listen, curvy lady. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Howard, when they say curvy, they're being they generous. They mean fat. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, some, are these people <laughs> beyond curvy. <laughs> that ain't curvy. That there's fat. <laughs> uh, here's some women rating men's penises. Hey. This is not a normal situation. All cocks out like this. Where do you want to go to first? Blue. What about the penis size? Yeah, it's doable. I have two kids. I'm not saying that I'm like loose, but it will definitely fill a hole. Let's go. She knows less about sex than I do. That'll definitely fill your hole. Like she's saying, she's got two kids already, so she yeah. needs more of a penis than you know. That's ridiculous, some right? Of That's the girls. Yeah. <laughs> what I got down there is a big fucking hole. Uh, <laughs> in fact, here yeah, I'll talk to it. Hello, hello. <laughs> is that my vagina? <laughs> or is that me vulva? What I done now is close me vulvas. And now I'm going to open them. And now look at this. <laughs> Holy mackerel, I had two kids. Everyone thinks that the British is so refined. This is the reality. This you know what I mean? not the queen. Yeah. <laughs> these, these people have never met the queen. I had two kids, so when I spread me legs, I got a cave for a pussy. <laughs> I got actual cavemen living in this hole. <laughs> I think that dick could fill me whole very well. Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> Let's get back to the action. The elephant in the room. <laughs> wow. Will that fill a hole? Yeah, definitely. Enormous bollocks. It's when they sag lower than the penis. It's like, mm. oh, no. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Am I with like a 90-year-old man? Feels a bit uh -oh. wrong. Right, let's go oh. to 90. Talk. <laughs> His balls are smaller than the rest, and then I wonder, is that because he's younger? And what about the penis size? Oh, that's definitely workable. Red. That's some good <laughs> set of legs. That's oh, athletic yeah. set of legs. Yeah. And I feel like he's got yeah. the stamina. Would that tickle your pickle, do you think? Yeah, that would definitely reach in there and sort me right Oh, yeah. Out. I'm going to need me a large penis for my hole. <laughs> <laughs> what a show. It's a really trashy show, but they try to make it come off as very dignified. Like I was saying this morning, half the time the dudes will end up getting like half a boner, but they never comment on it or like acknowledge right. it or anything. It's very I don't know. All of the guys say that was a really good experience. You know, like they love being exhibitionists and showing their penis to women. It seems very pervy. But they're like, oh, I love that. I I would do that again. <laughs> I got a, a large, <laughs> a large smelly hole. I do. <laughs> in fact, one year, my husband fit a Christmas goose in my hole and hid it in there. You can hear the echo from here. Look at the size of his tarja. Can I go up and smell it? Absolutely. Go smell his balls too. It's wonderful. Smells like Christmas goose. Oh my. 
There's a cock I could get into. You know, since I had me children, there's a Filipino soccer team lost in me, cunt. <laughs> really? Uh, I can't believe it. <laughs> a school bus went off the road in there last week. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Me tampons are the size of a mattress, governor. Really? <laughs> what a show. I got to check it out. I know Bethel It's an eye opening experience watching it with your significant other, too. I suggest watching it with yes. Beth because, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, you're into that or whatever. <laughs> you learn yeah. some things, huh? Yeah. A, the other weird part is like, is like men will suspend almost any physical deformity for huge boobs. So when right. it goes up and they see the boobs, they're like, look at those boobs. I'm like, yeah, but look at everything it's attached to. You know? <laughs> right. Hey, you know, some man's chicken is another man's bone. <laughs> hey, look at this. Disney Plus will broadcast the entire Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony live. Oh. Uh, hey, I've been to that induction ceremony live. Bad idea watching that. Oh, my God. It is so fucking yeah. boring. It is so much better now that they edit it. Why are they going back to live? I know. It's so... Hold on a second. Oh, hey, hey, Rosie. Rosie O'Donnell, everyone. What's oh, up? Oh, hello, Rosie. Hey, Howard. I, I cannot believe how picky everybody is. I'm not picky about pussy. I love it all. Meaty pussy, any big labia, no labia, clit, no clit. I love it all. Smelly, no ugly, clit. pretty pussy. Oh, I don't well, even you're... care. Good for you. That, well, that's real women's lib. I, I admire that. You know, enough well, you with know, uh, I... I walk around 24-7 with my chin smelling like tinned fish. I love it. Right. <laughs> mm, give it to me. <laughs> all right. You like it, right? You like it all. How it I like it all. I like it all. It's true. I don't think I ever evaluate. Like, Rosie, I never evaluated a woman's Well, vagina. I think, you know, because there's, there's like a, you know, there was a time when everybody was shaved. But now right. people are going in all kinds oh, yeah. of ways. And uh, they asked this female contestant who was picking among the men in the one I watched. And they said, do you have hair anywhere else? And she raised her arms and she had underarm hair. Mm, oh, that's such a turnoff to me. <laughs> when that when that happened in the 60s, women said, hey, if guys can have hair under their arms, why can't uh, women? And uh, I got to tell you, I could I mean, I understood it from a. You know, women's liberation point of view, but geez, I, that's something I couldn't buy into. And and yet, and even this whole thing with women shaving their vaginas, I, I, they're like, well, what's the matter? What do you want to be with a baby or something? No, I just want to be with an adult woman with a shaved vagina. I don't like pubic hair. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be with a baby. I want to be with an adult woman who shaves her vagina. And uh, I find that the most attractive. It's the most, it's the best. It's yeah, but if gone. women didn't do it, you'd still have sex with women. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was once with a woman. We we got in the shower. I shaved her right down. And then we went to bed. I understand that, you know, that's, but if women said, uh, you know, became diehard and said, I'm not, and they said, we're not shaving anymore. No, I mean, uh, listen, I'm, I'm there. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm along for the ride. <laughs> but a big giant bush is just the wrong move. You gotta shave it down a little. Uh, trimming, yeah. You don't yeah. want it coming out of your underwear. Oh my god! <laughs> my mom never shaved her uh, pubic hair, and I was like, "Mom," and she came out with her panties on. I tell you, it was like hair sticking right out of the sides everywhere. Fucking crazy. 
I'm surprised my my dad got in there to <laughs> form me. You know, he did. He fought his way in yeah. a couple of times at least. <laughs> but I can't imagine there's a vagina that would turn me off. I mean, if I had to fuck a woman whose vagina had an elbow, I think I'd do it. <laughs> That's not a real turn off to me. I, you know, you know, nothing holds me back. Not, not that. There's a lot of things that could turn me off, but not that. Vagina's the greatest. Anyway, I was saying Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think this is kind of a weird thing. I mean, it's cool, I guess, if you want to sit there and watch every element. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is really boring. And here's why. It drags. When I went there, uh, it was the only reason I went there live is because uh, Bon Jovi, the band, I inducted them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it was my honor was to do it. Was that the only time you ever went? Yeah, that was it. Wow. And uh, yeah, because what the problem is. Uh, I tried to sit through some of the show. I couldn't. Like, I remember the cars were being inducted. And what happens is every member of the band gets on. And each member of the band, like, doesn't realize they're not that important. Like, you just want to hear from one of the guys. You know, it's like, okay, if the Rolling Stones are getting inducted, I want to hear from Mick. I want to hear from Keith. I want to hear from Charlie Watts. These are guys you want to hear from, you know. Um, the Beatles, I want to hear from every single one of them. But in most bands, the Dave Clark Five, I know one guy, Dave Clark, you know? I mean, if you're going to Herman's if Hermits, Dave it was Clark Herman. Dave Clark Five is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I quit. They should be. They should they be. Are. <laughs> they are. They are, right? Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They were pro part of the British Invasion. They must have had 10 top 10 hits. I mean, yes. they had a yeah, lot of songs. Yeah, but, you know, that was... What? Uh, it oh, wasn't They're good. a huge part good. of it. Uh, wasn't good. So Herman, all over. Herm, Herman's Hermits in? Herman, Herman's Hermits, Herman Hermits had Herman? some good songs. He had some good songs. Uh, but how Freddie, Freddie and, and the, the Dreamers. Dreamers. Freddie and the Dreamers had good songs. <laughs> turtles, too. They had, I don't know well, if the, the turtles, turtles are in. Turtles are one thing. No, the, are the Turtles in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Gary? I, I don't think so. I'm not sure. They should be. They were good. They were good. We worked with those guys. They're, they're nice guys. Uh, but anyway, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to be broadcast. Well, listen, what does Disney care? It's just a streaming service. They'll give you whatever you want. You want to watch it there and get bored to death. But like, I remember the cars were being inducted and you wanted to hear from Rick Ocasek. That was fine. But even like Benjamin Orr or whatever that guy's name is, I, I, you know, it was like, Oh my God. Are you kidding me? So Howard, what, the I'm, year that the year that you uh, did Bon Jovi, you yeah. left. Um, Nina Simone's brother inducted her for forty minutes. That's right. They I couldn't mean. get him off the stage, right. and they still talk about it to this day. And then I went one year where the E Street Band, not Bruce, Bruce was already in. The E Street Band got in. They were told three minutes each to talk. They were like right. nine of them. But there's the first how many of them? Nine. Nine. Yeah, because well, because there's people who hadn't been in the band a while. So the first guy that got up to speak, who I believe was the original <laughs> drummer, who hadn't been in the band for 35 years, went 14 minutes, and that's when you knew oh, it was wow. going to be a long night. And it is insufferably boring. And sometimes, yeah. you know, when they're performing inside the show, there's the setup and the breakdown to you know for the stage and all that. So you're sitting through a lot of nothing. Yeah. Oh, it's really boring. I don't know who they have this year. Let's see. DJ Cool Herc and Link Ray will receive the Musical Influence Award. You really want to sit through that? Chaka Khan. Okay. 
Al Cooper. Al Cooper in Super Session was great. Uh, Bernie Taupin. Okay, I got that. Will receive the Musical Excellence Award. Don Cornelius. Didn't he die? I think. Yeah, he's, he's not alive. Don Cornelius will receive the Ahmet Erdogan Award. Um, well, if he comes, I want to be there. No, but the, prob- the problem it's is... like, Jesus, Don Cornelius is going to return. But, Robert, here's the problem. Who, uh, they may send a family member. Right. And a family member has no... They don't know what time means on a live broadcast, and they're just going to go. Well, maybe they maybe the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should play people off like they do at the Grammys and the Academy Awards. Yeah, you play them off. Let's see. Elton John set to perform. Excellent. Brandy Carlisle. Excellent. Dave oh. Matthews. Excellent. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Stapleton. More than excellent. Um, Don Cornelius and George Michael are both getting honored. Both are dead. Yeah. Don Cornelius deserves a place in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I oh, mean, yeah. he, he introduced a lot of music through that dance show. Soul Train. The Soul Train. He introduced music and dance. Yep. It was American Bandstand, but in a black format, and it worked. I liked well, it better than American Bandstand. Black people weren't allowed on American Bandstand at the yeah. very beginning. And it was so good because the people who danced on um, Soul Train really had some good moves. They were real dancers. Remember the one Japanese chick? It was all black people, and then there was one Japanese girl who was on there. I don't know what her story was, but she was super hot. And she'd and, always uh, be up in a box or something, you know? Yeah. She was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was like, like hey, wait we a can't second. let her down on the floor. It was like, how did, how did, uh, how'd she get in there? <laughs> they were trying to practice a little diversity anyway. <laughs> I would have loved to have been on Soul Train. How great, like, hey, isn't that Howard Stern dancing? <laughs> wow. He's cool. Um, hey, is this true? The guys just handed me a note. Don Cornelius committed suicide in 2012? That's horrible. I don't remember that. I know he's I don't dead. Recall I that. forgot how he uh, died. Really? You guys going to fact I think check that? Right. Yeah, no, I think they're right, as I recall. Wow. New York that's Times sad. said uh, self-inflicted gunshot. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that's crazy. Forgotten. Hit him with that. That's a, that's a trivia fact I'm going to have to hold on to. That's awful. Jesus. You'd never think a guy like him would want to do that. I thought he was on top of the world. He's Don Cornelius, the host well, and you developer. Never know what's what's happening in a person's life? You know, he even created the Soul Train Awards. He did the whole thing. Yeah. <gasps> anyway, he's getting an award. Sounds like a good show, but I don't know if I want to sit through the whole thing. I like the edited version, but last year's uh, edited version was excellent. Just so good because one yeah. thing happened after another. It built up this momentum. It was really great. Yeah. Well, what they're doing is they're going to have the they're going to do the whole thing, the whole three hour special, and then the event is so long it'll later be cut down to a oh it'll later be cut down to a three hour special for ABC Television. Disney Plus will broadcast the entire Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You're talking yeah, that could go all night. Five hours. Oh, it's six so, hours. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I you know. I'm such a bitch. When I got involved with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I just said to these guys, I'm willing to do it, but I got to go on first. 
Um, I apologize, I, you know, because they like to save the best for last, and Bon Jovi was considered the closer. <clears throat> I said, I don't care if you put it at the end. That's fine. But I'm going first. Mm. So when you see the, the taping of it, it looks like Bon Jovi went on last, but they, in fact, went on first. I did my speech. I stood on stage with those guys while they each gave their speeches. And then uh, I uh, said to my wife, I'm going to sleep, going back to my hotel room. She goes, you're kidding. Aren't you going to watch the rest of the show? I go, I'm not a masochist. <laughs> Bad enough, I waste two hours of my life every week on Bachelor in Paradise. I'm not going to waste my time. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I sat there for a while. They were setting up for the cars, and then the cars got up. And when they each, like Rick Ocasek, fine. And then, boom, each one went up. And I said, this, I'm going to bed. She goes, my wife said it was rude for me. I go, I don't care. Well, the few times that I went was when it was still being, you know, the ceremony was being held in New York. And uh -huh. I went a couple of years in a row. But I never saw the end because we worked in the morning. <laughs> you can't stay yeah. till the end. Hey, Chad, what's up? Let's take a couple of calls. Chad in Indiana. How how you doing? Hey, how are you? Uh, I just wouldn't it be cool uh, if funny. the rock? Hey, Chad, wouldn't it be cool if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame combined with uh, Naked Attraction and the bands had to go up nude and we could evaluate <laughs> their vulvas? Let's see how long they would give a speech if they have yeah, to right. be up I'm there all, naked. I'm all wow, Brandy. That. Yeah, Brandy Carlisle has beautiful vulva. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know Cheryl Crow. You know why not? You know, oh my God, her labias majoris and minoris are beautiful with her cl clitoral hood, right. right? But but what I'm saying is, Howard, like you have such respect for like all these great bands, okay? I and do. Baba Booey, you know, Baba Booey, you know, he brings up all these bands, but you know, you you guys kind of miss the point on certain things. Like there are so many bands who are missing from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like MC Five. Frank Zappa. I mean, Frank Zappa's in there. We know that. But, like, they're not represented. And I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, who's not going to be, like, you know. I don't want to be a weirdo, but and I love Frank Zappa. Like, I loved him as a guest on my radio show. I adored the man. I spoke to him on the phone off the air. And, you know, back in those days, you know, Frank, being a fan of our show, was so important to me. Frank was a great thinker and a brilliant musician. But I got to tell you, I don't know too many people who sit and listen to Frank Zappa beside you, Chad, and Fred. I mean, am I wrong on that? I mean, I mean, Jesus, I don't know. I don't want to destroy uh, Frank's myth. Uh, I love his kids. I think they're nice people. And I love Frank. Don't get me wrong. He was a real intellectual and a free thinker. But how many Frank Zappa songs can the average guy name? Yeah, and I not mean, that no, commercial no, success is everything. Right. I mean, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm a huge rock and roll fan. I don't know that I ever listened to a Frank Zappa album, nor could I get through one. It was out there, man. Yeah. So when you say yeah, Frank no, is being overlooked by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, okay. But I think he was very avant-garde in his music. Yes, he was. And uh, now you take, you know. I've said it before, Jethro Tull. My own. I mean, listen to those songs oh. and those albums. Howard, Howard. What the fuck? Are you kidding me?
Thick as a brick tour. I was there at the Nassau Coliseum. I saw it. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I'm, uh, MC5. Like I said, MC5. Come on, kick out the jam. All right, MC5. I heard that already. Anybody right, else? I mean, I mean, talk to Baba Booey. Baba Booey would know exactly. Uh, what are you what talking about? about? You're a fucking maniac. <clears throat> Steve, I love Frank's... Steve Nowicki's all upset. I love Frank Zappa, too. He is an amazing guitar player, I understand, but he was out there. You understand? Completely weird, but I mean, one of the greatest guitar players of all time. His I understand that. crazy. I yeah. get that it's not for everybody, though. It's very odd, very odd music. Right. What are you doing now? You're going to play uh, Frank Zappa for us? Yeah, I'm the slime. This is like one of the coolest riffs. I play it all the time. And go back and do whatever it is you I do. I was for talking me. to somebody yeah. about him yesterday <laughs> because this guy was talking about, you know, wanting to get his career yeah. uh, going or whatever. And I said, well, look, you know, not everybody's going to have a career. Some people just like to take apart and put together Eddie Van Halen guitars and they never <laughs> even join a band, even though they know how to play uh. the guitar. <laughs> 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 but they love it. No, uh, Jethro Tull should be in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's an unbelievable band. They had a lot of hits. Their albums. Yeah. I don't know how many albums did uh, Jethro Tull sell. I mean, I would imagine Aqualung was a, a huge seller. Um, and 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 thick as a brick too. What what is going on? This guy on keeps here? yelling MC Five. He doesn't even have another band he wants to talk about. Yeah, talk about other people beside <laughs> MC Five. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I love Frank Zappa. Don't get me wrong. I thought the guy, I loved him. If he came on our radio show, I dropped everything oh. and just wanted to hear him because if he's he the was best. around, if he was standing in the hall, yeah. we'd, uh, grab him and drag him in. <laughs> but, uh, bad company should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Foreigner should be in there, even though I'm not a foreigner fan. I, when those songs came on the radio, I just wanted to, you know, cold as ice. If I hear that one more time, I jump out a window. You're as cold as ice, willing to sacrifice your love. No, I'm not. What do you mean? Sticks? Was willing to sacrifice our love. I'll tell you who should our be love. in there. What? Black Crows. Black Crows should be yes. in there. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's who I think. Those guys are terrific. But okay, everybody has their bands that they love. Rest in peace, Frank Zappa. I just, I, I never got the music of Frank Zappa. I didn't either. I, I yeah. tried. Because uh, I too. love Frank, but woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, you're on the air in Florida. Hey now, hey now. I wondered if you saw this new sphere in Las Vegas. I know you're a huge music guy. This seems like uh, maybe the future of concerts. Well, again, I talked about this. I read about it in the New York Times. It's a fascinating story. The guy who owns Madison Square Garden, uh, you know, the Knicks and James all that. His Dolan, name is yeah. James Dolan. He took a gamble and built this sphere in Las Vegas, which went way over budget. I think the thing costs over $2 billion. And he put his money where his mouth was. He believed that the future of uh, stadium tours... Or music will be in a sphere 
that has millions and billions of video screens, and it's a whole experience, an immersive experience. Yeah, got to be a multimedia and immersive surround the audience experience. That's right. They're so the man four hundred thousand dollars a day to to advertise, so people flying in can see it and around Vegas, which is crazy. What do you mean by that? I don't understand. Like if you're wanted, Howard Stern wanted to rent the sphere for the day, so the screen on the outside could have your graphics and your logos for advertisement purposes. And I think it said four hundred thousand a day. Wow! Wow! Well, all right. Well, anyway, so James Dolan. You know, good for him. The guy's an entrepreneur. He said, you know what? I believe in something. I'm going to put up money. That's what makes America great. The guys have ideas. They put money up. I, I admire the man. But for me, I got to tell you something. I, first of all, like IMAX, I fucking hate IMAX. I cannot watch a movie on IMAX. I feel like my eyes are going to pop out of my head. I I find I have to close my eyes. I, I feel like I'm destroying my brain cells. I go there and it is so bizarre to me to watch a movie in IMAX. It's super large. It's it's blown up. I, I, at times, I mean, I get the gimmick. You don't you know, even you know feel, where to look. You, you know, don't. Sometimes the action's down there and you're looking I, up here. <laughs> Robin, I hate it. I hate it. And the same, you know, I have not been to the sphere. I doubt I'll go. I got to tell you, when I used to go to the Fillmore and see a concert, it was the band. Maybe they had a couple of effects. They had a, a video screen behind them that flashed the name of the band up, or they had some psychedelic shit going on behind them. I love bands and I love music. Fuck screens. Fuck all that bullshit. The screen is good if you're seeing a band at a stadium and you got the shit seats. But, the, you know, I really love watching a band. Why do I love watching a band? I find it fascinating to when I when I go see a band to watch even the drummer for a while and then I watch the bass player and I watch the lead singer and oh the lead singer's walking off the stage and now the guy's doing a guitar solo and the way they all of these distractions it's like the country's got some sort of like um ADHD like we can't focus on the music and the band we need more immersive experiences we need to be you know if if you need all that shit something wrong with you you're 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 like a weirdo you know they they um wrote some reviews of because you too opened the sphere this past weekend and they wrote some reviews like in time and washington post and stuff like that and i read the reviews and it was hard to tell you know like they I, they didn't want to say anything bad about the sphere right but they didn't know exactly what it was adding to the U2 show. You know, well, people, they were great and it sounded good, you know, but there's yeah. all, you know, they were saying, well, was the band distracted and did they have to look up to see what was going on? I think the sphere is going to be something that people want to experience. And I think uh, James Dolan is right. He plans on building more of these if this thing mm -hmm. is successful. And I think people like it as an immersive experience. It's something unusual. For me, when it comes to music, I love watching musicians doing a thing. You know, I was on Instagram. I was watching uh, Keith Richards and uh, Mick Jagger backstage getting ready for a concert. And the, the two of them had guitars and they were just kind of working something out. I could have watched that all day. 
If you put me in a fucking bubble with 160,000 speakers and 17,000 seats and, and video screens going off, I lose them in that. I, I, I want to see the dudes. I want to see yeah, them doing their thing. Even if there's a screen, I want to see the band. You know, focus on somebody if I've got a bad seat so yeah, that that's I can me. see what somebody is doing with their fingers on their guitar. Yeah, well, Billy Joel, I go to see him at Madison Square Garden. I've been like uh, two times I saw him at the Garden. I saw him in uh, down in Fort Lauderdale one time on New Year's Eve. I mean, he's got a full band on stage. I just want to see Billy playing the piano. And he gives me that. That's what I want. I like his sax player. The guy, the guy puts on a whole show. If you, if you, you don't want to look at Billy for a little while, you look at the, uh, you know, I think that's you look Clarence at the, Clemens's nephew or something. No, no, no. That's in the East Street band. I'm talking about Billy Joel's oh. band. Oh, yeah. Billy Joel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Getting well, same thing. Confused. If you go to Bruce Springsteen, I mean, you want to see Bruce. I don't need a screen. Let me see Bruce. But that's me. What can I tell you? So, John, no, I haven't been to Vegas. I haven't been to haven't see the been Sphere. To the sphere. <laughs> if they built it in New York, would you go? I know you're not flying anywhere. No, I would not. I mean, it's just me. I don't care. I mean, probably I'd end up going because, but, but I know I'd probably sit with my eyes closed. I don't. I, sometimes it's just too much flashing, and I saw I saw video of it, and it's like, oh my god, the you know. They're flying around the world and this and that. And I'm like, well, where was I? I mean, what's going on? I, I don't know. It's too much for me. I don't want it. Vegas. <laughs> I don't like they're it. They're trying to be... figure out what to do with everything. Because even in movie theaters now, they're trying to figure out how do we get people to come back to the theater? And so they created this this uh, 180 degree screen. I don't want that. And it was so like stupid it. because... <laughs> I'm I, I, like watching, a, I don't like that. Right. I'm watching, uh, you know, that Maverick movie and the, yeah. the plane is bending as it goes around the curve. I'm like, that's taking me right out of the reality of the movie when the plane is now bent. I, I, I don't like that. I don't like. It's <laughs> supposed to be straight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like. Uh, I remember. I, I haven't been to a movie theater in ages, but I understand in order to get somebody to go to one, they now they now give you a reclining chair and they serve you like full meals. Oh and like, yeah. And I couldn't drinks. stand. Yeah, but I don't want to be interrupted. What? But I get caught up in watching some fucking idiot with his full meal and and and, and sitting like I couldn't stand when people got up for a box of fucking. You know, popcorn. I couldn't stand that. Like, it's like, you can't eat. You can't stop yourself from eating for two fucking hours, you <laughs> fat fuck. Like, just sit there and watch the stupid movie. What if People they had vulvas on the giant screen? Vulva and labia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine you can't get through a movie for two hours without, like, some sort of farm animal. Like, you got to go up and get fed your corn. And, and then ordering something in the middle of the movie. Oh, and getting up and just annoying and then opening the wrapper and you can't hear the fucking movie. I, I, I tell you, I gave up on movies a long time ago. I sit in my house. I watch the movie. <laughs> I'm waiting for that John Wick to come on my screen. I'll, I'll watch John it Wick there. John Wick is on. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. But, uh, I mean, I'm sure the sphere is cool and, and, and you know, young people love it, but I'm, a, I'm just like, I'm set my ways. Fuck that. You know, sphere. Each seat has speakers built into them, and the seats vibrate and stuff. So, I don't know and what's going on. Yeah, it vibrates your vulva. 
can I tell you? Hey, anyway, I got to um, take a break. And, yes, we have a lot to get to. Tomorrow I'll be talking Arnold Schwarzenegger. That'll be fun. I mean, the guy wrote a killer book. I think uh, I think you should read it. You'll love it. Uh, I want to thank ZipRecruiter. Says their technology will help you find qualified candidates fast. With millions of new jobs, AI will open. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash 100. How about that AI with all the new jobs? There you go. Yeah. Oh, did you hear the latest thing with AI? It's the, we need people to protect us, too, ZipRecruiter. you got to find all those people who can make AI work the way it's supposed to. Now, in Spain, there were a bunch of boys at some school who figured out how to have AI make um, girls naked. Like from the class. The really? girls, well, they weren't <laughs> the real girl, but it, they, yeah. they superimposed, you know, they attached wow. the girl to a naked body <laughs> and then wow. were sending pictures out of her as if she had taken naked pictures of herself. Wow. <laughs> I, they, like, you know, some girl's going to like kill herself over that shit because uh, they're going to be embarrassed. Hey, you know, to say I, no joke. See, we got a problem in this country. Uh, AI, this is what AI is going to, AI is going to be good for porn and AI is going to be good from the military. Whoever wins the AI is going to, you know, be able to keep the world safe. As Americans, we got to win the AI thing. I'm watching 60 Minutes and they're showing what's going on. The Chinese are busy developing AI. Of course. The, um, the Russians. All of these, these countries who fucking hate us. And why they hate us, I don't know. I guess they don't like freedom. They want, they no, don't they, want people they want being free. They want the whole world to be imprisoned or enslaved. Well, we got to win this AI thing. So what do we but need? But you know it's what the same happening? way. Let me yeah. tell you one thing. You know, like we got this whole anti-immigration thing going. That's what I'm going to get to. Oh. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'll tell you about a New York Times article you should read today. But anyway, with this AI stuff, it's it's unbelievable what's going on and how fast it's developing and how much we need. In fact, in Ukraine right now, we're giving them AI so they could beat the Russians. And let me tell you something. We need those Ukrainians to win. I don't know what some of these extremists are talking about. They don't want to give money to Ukraine. Um, this is putting a damper on China about them invading Taiwan because yeah. um, now, now they're seeing, oh, uh oh, we don't want an embarrassment where there's a resistance and and all this kind of shit. So AI, super important with the military. And what Robin was about to tell you, there's an article in the New York Times. We got a problem. Now, if you remember World War Two, why did we get the atom bomb? The Nazis were killing all the Jews. The Jews escaped, who could escape, got over here. One of them was named Albert Einstein. And he came over and gave America the atom bomb. Can you imagine if Hitler wasn't against the Jews? He would have had the atom bomb. Einstein would have been working for him. So now what Robin's talking about is, there's an article in the New York Times today about there's a whole bunch of brainiacs in China, real brilliant dudes who are into this AI stuff. They hate China. A lot of them They're got really, ups- 
They're sick of it. A lot of them hate the Chinese dictator who just gave himself the power to stay in office for life. No more elections. So they escaped China. And now they got to pick a country to come to. Now, Einstein came to America because we took him right in. The Chinese guys are going to Canada and other countries, not America. Great Britain's getting a lot of these guys. Yeah. And the reason we're not getting them, the number one reason is they go, it's too much of a fucking hassle to get into the United States. It, I, we can't get through the paperwork. We can't get in. We got to sit and suck everyone's dick to get into the United States. So we're missing out. You know, you know why Russia is so behind us? Stalin and others spent the 20th century killing their smartest citizens, their doctors, their scientists, their physicists. All these people were considered intellectuals. We got the same motherfucking situation going on here now with the morons you see in Congress who are sitting there. They're anti-vaccines. Anti-college, anti-everything. They're against everything. And, uh, you know, we need these people. We need intellectuals. And all of those intellectuals used to come here. Oh, That's this the was other, the Mecca. All of them. This They never even thought about another country. We're going to America. So we're missing out on some of these Chinese dudes who, and what they're doing is developing AI over in Canada, England, and other countries. They're like, it's too fucking hard to get into the United States. You know, we need we need somebody. Uh, they say, I really should be the president. I, I couldn't win. Because. No, uh, you make too much sense. I know. I would uh, I would green light these motherfuckers right away. Because if we don't use these people, someone else is going to use them. Let them be on our side. It's like saying, hey, guess what? Tom Brady wants to play for your team and you don't want him. Right. You're, you're being an idiot. You're just stupid. You know? This fucking Aaron Rodgers is driving me crazy. The Jets paid all that money for him. It should have been a big season. The guy, three three fucking plays in or four plays in the guy. Four. He got a whole four, four out. Got a whole four out of the guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Taylor Swift showing up at the Jets game. They're saying it was the second most watched Sunday beside the Super Bowl. Can you imagine? I mean, she it's unbelievable. She's bigger than football. She's bigger than football. <laughs> she drove the you know what it is too and i swear i'm not trying to be gross about it it's just that like wow everybody first of all loves romance this you got the the, the handsome football player who's a real good receiver playing for kansas city taylor swift the biggest rock star it's like a, a live version of notting hill you know julia roberts uh, romance movie or something like that and or we're watching it um cinderella you know, it's now Taylor Swift is the prince, and yeah. she's decided to put that shoe on Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what's going on. And it's dry. It's they're fucking. That's the other thing. It's too. It's it's like, oh, my God, he's fucking her. And what's going on? Is he, is he what, like, you know, it's like, where are they fucking? Whose house are they staying at? Where is this going on? Is it in a hotel? 
it, it's driving people crazy. In fact, uh, my buddy uh, sent me a picture of himself at the Jets game, and I saw he was sitting there with his daughter. And I'm going, well, gee, I didn't know she was into football. I realized because Taylor Swift. She's into Taylor Swift. There, there was an article. You know how many women are trying to get to the football game? They were considering going to the Jets game or wanting to go because they wanted to sit in the same stadium as Taylor Swift. They're not going to see Taylor Swift. She's up in a box somewhere. But they want it. They didn't want to miss the action. Want to be they want a part of it. It's what do they call it? FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. So they want to get in there. Yeah. And uh, and sure enough, I don't even think. I mean, I don't know how many how many times did they cut to Taylor Swift during the game? Seventeen times is what I read at the when, Jet game. Yeah, when he, you know, did anything, when they got a, their first score, they shot to Taylor to see her reaction. <laughs> Let me see what I got here. Uh, ever since Taylor Swift went to the Chiefs game against the Bears, the Taylor and Travis Kelsey talk seems to be everywhere. Travis and Taylor even have their own TikTok trend. Oh, Women have been pranking their boyfriends and husbands by recording themselves, saying that Taylor put Travis on the map. So these women go up to their husbands or boyfriends and just say, hey, I can't believe that Taylor Swift made Travis Kelsey famous. And the guys go nuts. They go, we knew who fucking Travis Kelsey was. The guy's a great receiver. And they go, no, no, no. And they bust their husband's balls. I don't know how well you can make out this tape. The the audio is pretty shitty, but it's worth it. Isn't playing. it wild how no one knew who Travis Kelsey was before Taylor Swift? Do everyone knew who Travis Kelsey was? Do no. Like, Taylor Swift literally put him on the map. No. Like, do no one no, knew who he, he was? Dude, he's won the Super Bowl twice. He's known. Do know. Girls don't Taylor know. Swift Girls don't know. Girls don't know. Guys don't know who Travis Kelsey is. No, like Taylor Swift made him. No. Shut the fuck up. No. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> crazy that Taylor Swift like put that guy, Travis Kelsey, on the map. Like, he literally what? blew up now. What? Oh, you're kidding me, right? No. You're kidding? No. Him and that his friend, um, Mahomes, that waved to her. Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are probably the best quarterback tight end duo in the history of football. <laughs> Drives guys nuts when girls say that. I know, that. I know. Yeah. It's hysterical. Yeah. TikTok trend. Anyway, uh, Mad Dog went berserk. Oh, Ooh, really? Before I play that. You listen to some of these stats. There's been a 400% spike in Travis Kelsey's jersey sales. Kelsey's podcast ranked number one overall on Apple, beating out Joe Rogan. Kelsey added over 300,000 Instagram followers. Followers. 24.3 million viewers watched the Taylor Travis game, and it was the number one game of the week. Jesus. There was three a three-time increase in chief searches on the web. Three-time increase in chief sales on StubHub. The Jets sold more tickets for Sunday night's game against the Chiefs in a single day than since the season started by more than double. Right. And Mad Dog went fucking berserk. I don't know if he's for real or not, but... Uh, what is he upset about? Uh, this is from ESPN's first take about Taylor's appearance at the Chiefs game. When uh, I think the first, you know, okay. Chiefs game. Okay. The Bears game. Chiefs and Bears, yeah. Relationship to visit mommy and daddy. Nobody does that. That's I mean, 
Maybe <laughs> so that funny. is hysterical. Yeah. Personally, I prefer the rational dog who comes on our show, but he was going berserk. <laughs> but he makes a point. She didn't know the Kansas City Chiefs until somebody said this guy plays for them. So the co-host on that show, Molly Caram, insisted that Taylor and Travis found love. And Mad Dog went even more berserk because he thought, what do you mean they found love? I can't believe you're mad about Travis and Taylor. They found love. Oh, found love. What are you crazy? Yeah. Introduced her to the mom? Come on. Found love. Are you nuts? You can't believe that. Found love at the podcast. Please. We don't know if it's Mad Dog. Go out there like Richard Pryor and Bruce was Oh, my God. Put the whole uniform. You know what they found? It's like the world is rocked by this. I know. Yeah, well, I guess it's a pleasant distraction. Yeah, because what else are we going to talk about? The war in Ukraine? Boy, I wish we could get um, Taylor Swift in here because, you know, uh, Everyone would buy serious. They would be, it would be it. And, you know, right. come in with Travis Kelsey and we'll talk about what's going on. Like when Please, uh, Oprah Taylor. got, yeah, like when Oprah got uh, Princess ha- Prince Harry and Meghan, whatever her name right. is. Right. Blow us up. Yeah, blow us up. <laughs> help a man out. <laughs> a brother. <laughs> uh, help a brother out. <laughs> uh, yeah, come in with Travis Kelsey and let's have a conversation. We're the exclusive yeah. interviewers of Taylor and Travis. Yeah. Well, that would be nice. Like, only talk to us, no one else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Barbara Walters used to have, remember? That's right. Like she, yeah. Yeah, she had certain relationships she built up. But Barbara Walters was a real go-getter. Like, she would, like, oh. call these people relentlessly and... Send uh, them things. She courted yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. She I'm really not doing did. that. I don't want to be annoying. <laughs> Imagine like I start like sending things to Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I gotta have my dignity. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta have some dignity. That's why Diane Sawyer's gonna get them. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll be the last <laughs> to get those two because I have to have my dignity. <laughs> Uh, you, you read these crazy things like in back in the day, Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer were in such a battle to get the first interview with someone. Like they, they go over and blow Saddam Hussein or something. <laughs> I mean, not literally, but you know, they, no, who but knows? I think, wasn't it? Who was it? Did somebody kiss somebody's hand? I don't know. And get fired it. after it? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, they would do things. I don't know what they would do, but they would do crazy things on, um, on QVC, the hosts were selling NFL team-related shirts. And, of course, Taylor and Travis came up when they showed the Chiefs shirt. I mean, it, this is all anyone's talking you know, about. the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Taylor Swift and Travis oh, Kelsey. <laughs> Listen, that's something these else. are selling out and selling fast. fast. So, that's exactly so right. all the Swifties the out there. Look at that. How cool is that? I'm just saying. Yeah. It's a history. Can you imagine that, job? I think, How cool is that? What is it cool about? What are you first talking of all, about? I've tried to watch QVC. It's impossible. I mean, 
I've, I mean, I don't know how those people are hosts on there. It's just insane. <laughs> it's like, it, can you believe what? They don't even finish the sentence. They don't even bother. And then that annoying little, I don't know if it's them or uh, Home Shopping Network, where they have that little clicker that shows you how many are selling. Oh, they both and, uh, use those, yeah, when, mm, when yeah. they've got something that's selling fast. <laughs> and then they'll put a timer up. We're going to give you two minutes. You got two minutes left to call it. <laughs> Imagine being married to someone who sits there and shops on television. You're watching all your money go out the window for all that junk they're going to fill your house up with. It's like somebody's sitting there lonely going, I got to get a Travis Kelsey uh, NFL shirt. Well, God bless them. They're still selling Joan Rivers crap. <laughs> like she's still around is that right qvc yes that's interesting <laughs> uh taylor and travis taylor and travis were even used in a sermon at a first baptist church in kansas what yeah here you go you may really love the music of taylor swift but do not this commandment says, do not put Taylor Swift above your devotion to God. You may really love the Kansas City Chiefs and think that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are the best combo that football has ever seen. Do you see what I did there putting Taylor Swift next to Travis Kelsey? Okay. But do not, do not, this commandment says, do not put your love and devotion for the Kansas City Chiefs ahead of your devotion to God. Yeah, you better Wait not do minute. that. Wait a minute. <laughs> She's using Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to keep the attention. They've already put them above God. She did. Oh, don't she, say she, that. she should only be talking about the great Jesus Christ. Not them. She's using them because they're more popular than Jesus. So when it was announced Taylor Swift was attending the Jets Chiefs game, even the Telemundo station in Los Angeles reported the news. Here it is in another <laughs> language. Y vamos a hablar de entretenimiento porque la superestrella de la música Taylor Swift está planeando estar en las gradas para ver el encuentro de fútbol americano entre los Chiefs de Kansas City y los New York Jets en Nueva Jersey. La cantante ha provocado intensos rumores de una relación sentimental con el jugador de los Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, y aunque ninguno de los dos... There you go. No, 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 Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. It's unbelievable everywhere. They're talking about this everywhere. Well, Taylor Swift, much duro. Travis Kelsey, penis grande. Uh. <laughs> mas macho. <laughs> mas, Travis Kelsey, mas mas macho than uh, anyone. <laughs> and let's see. I don't know. I got a little montage here of the Sunday night football announcers bringing up Taylor Swift during the game. It's uh, staggering. On NBC's Sunday Night Football. Oh, and yeah, she's here. Taylor is in the house. The last time Taylor Swift and Aaron Rodgers were in the same building together, it was here at MetLife back in May to watch Swift perform at her Eras Tour show. He was a fan. This game was 17 to nothing, and Chris and I were going through all of our Taylor Swift lyrics and song <laughs> titles, and he was going to talk about watching the documentary. Sorry, Taylor. A game broke out in front of us. Through 
23, we're all even at 20. Now, Taylor Swift can't go anywhere, right? She has bulletproof cars. She has all this kind of stuff. In a convertible, in a convertible, they drive off down the road, out of the stadium in Kansas City. It's the greatest image. It had to be the most freeing thing that Taylor Swift has done in 20 years. Next Sunday night, San Francisco and Dallas. They've been in the playoffs the last two years. We are done. Partner, let's get out of this town. Drive out of the city. Away from the crowd. You got it. Did you get that? You're a Swifty now. That's a Taylor line. Oh, come on, man. I'm telling you, man, a lot of excitement. Well, they even, I saw one headline that says, forget it, Dallas, sorry. Uh, America's team is now the Kansas City Chiefs because of the Taylor Swift phenomenon. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, you're right. During the Kansas City Chiefs-New York Jets game Sunday night, the cameras cut to Taylor 17 times. 17. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> okay. Man. You know, if I was a single man, I'd have to go after Taylor Swift to move just for the good of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. I would force you to if you yeah, if would it wasn't to. on your mind. <laughs> yeah, I would be. I'd be that that, that lech of an old man uh, running around. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> would you like to go to Ronnie's pool party in Vegas? Yeah. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen. Howard Stern and uh, uh, Taylor Swift are uh, poolside. I guess they're preparing for Ronnie's bachelor, I mean, his wedding day. I was thinking about that. Uh, That's going to be the wedding of the century. There'll be full coverage, don't worry. I don't think they had as many events at uh, Harry and Meghan's wedding. Right. There are events. more events. You're right. It it starts out with a Wednesday night... Uh, dessert situation. Welcome party. Yeah, that's yeah. the welcome party. And then uh, after the welcome party, I guess uh, the next day is the pool party that's happening. And uh, Ronnie feels it's very important to keep telling people Wayne Siegel even bought several cabanas by the pool so that he could have, <laughs> I guess he's going to be the man to know as he lets people in and out of his cabana uh, he's the guy you have to see that's what rich guys do like he he probably paid a pretty penny to have a whole tent <laughs> it's like one of those medicated pee tents you know it's like um, <laughs> when you go in got, there two guys yeah. <laughs> i've seen that knees. move <laughs> i used to love to go to la and i you know i'd be staying somewhere uh, some hotel and go down to the pool and i'm like hey uh what are those tents over there? Because I, I really don't like being in the sun anymore. I, you know, I'm really, I've had a couple of those uh, basal cell carcinomas on my leg and stuff removed. And I'm like, you know, so I'm not, I'm not I don't want to go in the sun. I go, hey, what's the story on those? They look like, um, like, 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 like in Saudi Arabia or something. That's they have right. It looks like you're in the desert and, you know, somehow you're at the Casbah with this big tent. And the, and the guy goes to me, well, you have to rent those for the day. I go, aren't I already renting a hotel room from you guys for like a fortune? Like I'm like in the, this chair. Yeah. You mean I get a fucking chair? What? So I guess I made my voice loud enough that, uh, someone said, would you like, I guess no one was using the tent that day or whatever. There's like five of them. They put me in a tent 
And you should see what was going on in the tent. It's like a whole setup. There was a kitchen setup. It's fucking off the chain. No wonder. in there. Yeah. Yeah. I go, hey, I like this. Uh, how much if I want the tent? Oh, three grand a day. I go, <laughs> I spend 10 minutes at the pool. I don't sit at the pool all day. I don't even go in the pool because I don't want people to take a picture of me in my bathing suit. I'm, you know, I don't look good. I've been a, I've been a victim of that. Like I'd be sitting poolside and go, oh, I'll just go in the pool for a swim. Next thing I know, I'm seeing myself online, <laughs> my shitty body. You know what I mean? With the belly and the tits. Forget about it. Hey, Rombo, how much did Wayne pay for a tent? How many tents did he get? Uh, he got. Um, so we we have two on. You know, on the day was we're doing this, and then he went and got two. Nice. And, it, uh, and then the next day he has one or two also. Oh. You know what he's imagining? Oh, yes. Like all of a sudden <laughs> Wayne gets to be like the keeper of the gate. Like if hot chicks want to come in the tent. Right. You know, you got to like, you know. Well, Wayne, Wayne has a hot girlfriend. No, I know he does. But still, you always want to be in charge of hot chicks. Can- can become a scene, you know. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes sure. Wayne. And it elevates Wayne. Everyone's like, hey, who's that guy with the tent? Yeah. Yeah, that's what rich guys do. Wayne's got a lot of moolah. What, uh, how much did you, how much do those tents go for? What'd you have to pay? I don't even know, to be honest with you. Really? Uh, I'm Stephanie, Stephanie set it all up, so I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> vey. But you better yeah, exactly. wait till you get smacked in the head with that bill. <laughs> yeah, I know. Are you, you know, because uh, then you have to feed people. Like, the oh. tent is all about getting well, food, right? Don't and you drinks. know? Yeah, you know what it is? And drinks. Yeah. You got to yeah. cater the tent. Like, what? Ha- here's what happens. You get a guy like, like, I've had the tent, and then, like, Ralph will come by, and he'll go, uh, it, you know, all of a sudden, he's on the chaise lounge, and he's like, uh, excuse <laughs> me, um, can I have a... He's, um, got, the, uh, like he's a, got the menu in his hand. Yeah, yeah, he's got the menu, <laughs> and what happens is... They, they, they save the bill for the end and they always oh, hit yeah. the guy with the tent. So, you know, yeah, and you can't go everybody to, disappears. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> disappears. And all of a sudden, and, and if you, dis, if you try disappearing, they just tack it onto your bill. <laughs> right. Believe me, I know. Uh, there's no getting out of it. I wonder if you're going to get crazy at the, uh, yeah, I was thinking about that last time you were at the Vegas, uh, pool party. This was, this was Ronnie at, Previous pool parties. It's time to get this shit started. Get up here. Start dancing. Come on, girls. Monroe's girls. Yeah. Rick's Cabaret girls. Hustler Club. Penthouse. No bullshit. You don't see anything like this at the supermarket every day, do you? Plus some shots. There, folks. Shots. Our next contestant. Some more hats. Hats. Yeah. Girls. <laughs> Oh my god! Dude, you got yeah, was crazy. Up. I was fucked <laughs> up that day. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Up. At the end of the day, everybody left the, the tent. <laughs> who, do, who do you think got? Who do you think got stuck with the bill? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you went fucking nuts. You got to go nuts though at your own wedding. I mean, you got to drink and like get crazy. You I don't know that. Yeah. Well. Do you still have yeah. that kind of energy, Ron? Can you get crazy, or uh, are you like at the point now in life where you can't even get crazy anymore? No, no, no I still, I, you know, I can when I want to. Yeah. So Wayne say, already I say, got. Him. I say I save it up. I save up the energy. <laughs> so like Wayne we, already we went out. 
We went yeah. out. Um, our friend, our rich friends here took us out for like a wedding thing uh, Friday night, and we went out. We were out till three in the morning. So, what's a wow. wedding thing? Like a celebration? Like a, di- like a din? Yeah, like a dinner. And then we went to this uh, speakeasy at a place called the Barbershop at the Cosmopolitan. That's and then we went. We had gone to dinner first, and then we wound up at a bar afterwards. What do you mean? You like uh, it's like uh, hey, we're let one, let us take you out to dinner and then a, a night yeah, out in the like town because you're getting married. Yeah, like a yeah, congratulations thing. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And these are your friends really that time. you met in Vegas that have a ton of dough. No, these are my friends that I. The reason basically we moved here was one of the reasons. Yeah, yeah, but they got a ton of money. Nah, not all of them. Uh, they don't have a ton. Not all of them. Believe me, it's not what you think. <laughs> They're regular people, dude. Yeah, I got to still send you a gift. I guess I got to give you five grand because I said it on the air. I was thinking that's a little over the top, but you don't have to send I'll anything, send the- dude. Well, yeah, that's say one that. tent, Howard, you know. <laughs> I know. I'll pay for one of the tents. <laughs> I always feel bad for Ronnie because he's spending a lot of money on this thing. Yeah. And I'm just going to send him some dough so that, because I know he's bummed out about it. I mean, he's happy to get married, no, but it's, it's turned into, yeah, but it's turned into a big, it, it's running him almost a hundred grand. I'm figuring I'm, I know that's a lot of dough. Oh, you're in the ballpark, dude. <laughs> I know I am. That's a lot of money for a you know a, a celebration. You know, Ronnie worked hard his whole life. Guy fucking had a bread truck route, and then he, you know, and then he was limo driving, and you know that ain't an easy job. People bust your balls all day. These kids, he used to drive prom, and these kids oh, yeah. would fuck in the back, and he'd have to go yell at these kids. You know, Ronnie loves fucking, but don't fuck in his car. And then he's like, "Please, your parents put me in charge," and now he's like. He's like a, a social worker. You're not supposed to fuck right. in my He's car. He's babysitting. Remember you had to yell oh, at dude, all those kids? I didn't, I didn't care if they fucked in the car. It was about drinking in the fucking car. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, Ronnie worked really hard for his money. And like, uh, I know, you know, the dude was driving. He was driving a lot of pain in the asses. I'm not going to mention any names, but <laughs> people you might know who are real fucking douchebags. You know, it's a tough yeah. gig. It's a tough gig, you know, being a driver and people bust your balls. Then he hooked up with me, did a real good job and everything. But he worked hard. He had to be by me. Sometimes oh, he had to get up to your schedule. Yeah. In the winter, he'd get up at two o'clock in the morning and uh, have to, you know, find my ass through the snow and get me in. He always came through. Never was late. Never. I don't think you ever were late. Not once. Uh, I was late. But I wasn't late. What happened was I overslept, but I was, I grabbed my clothes and like just basically threw them on and, and ran out there and got you. That's when you were still living in Long Island. And, uh, I made it just in time, but, uh, then I had to go to like a hotel and go in the bathroom and get <laughs> really like get dressed and shit. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. I was like, right, you know, one time. I'm respectful of how hard Ronnie worked for his money. Nobody gave him anything, and he took work very seriously. There's a lot of people who don't. Uh, and, you know, he's built a nice life for himself, and he's got a nice house and everything. I'm happy for the dude because I know how hard he worked for it. So I see this. I know it's killing him. He's, he's excited to have everyone, but, you know, 
it's costing them a lot of dough for this fucking wedding. And, you know, when you when you have to sit there, and, you know, watch teenagers fucking drink in your car and then they throw up and then, you, you know, then, then, or you sit and waiting for someone and you have to shit, you, have to, you shit your pants and you have to throw your underwear in the trees in Central Park. I mean, it ain't an easy life, you know, he, the fun loving Ronnie, you know, the angry Ronnie, the guy who like might drink and start yelling, you know, he's got reason. It hasn't been an easy life. It hasn't. But uh got to let loose. <laughs> you know, gotta Ronnie get was it out. Uh, yeah, Ron, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of anger there. Ronnie was originally budgeting thirty five thousand dollars for the wedding because he told no, me, no, no, it was fifty. Fifty. Well, yeah. it's doubled. <laughs> you know. Hey, are you selling ads on your Twitter account now to make some money for the wedding? Because uh, no, I counted like six ads for a law firm. Uh, oh, I'm, those were the guys. They did me a favor with that whole thing. I, I can't, which I can't talk about. Uh huh. Okay. When we yeah, you had here, some legal issues, and you, yeah, they we had some legal out. issues. This guy, he's a big fan, and he got in touch with me, and he took I care see. of the whole deal. And so when I see his stuff, I'll retweet it. You know. Right. Right. All right. Yeah, Ronnie's yeah, got a whole he, thing. What about the Philly? Uh, what about the Philly strip club ads? Are you getting money for those? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On Twitter, you, yeah, yeah. You charge for those? Um, well, they approach me. To really? Do How yeah. much money can you get out of a, a strip club? Uh, it, it, a couple it of grand. Good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Doing nothing. Strip clubs got money. What are you talking about? You think they don't uh, have I don't money? Know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't and, and you, want, you know, you know what the crazy part was? Like the PR person would get in touch with me. They would, they tell me, you know, she would give me a thing of what to put up. I don't right. have to. I don't even have to make it up myself. They give me a whole thing what to put up. I hand it to Stephanie and I say, "Here, go on the computer, put this shit up." <laughs> <laughs> all so all your titty pictures and you know, titty everything. What, Titty you're Tuesday making, and all that shit? Yeah, I mean, you're turning into no, like you Hefner. Because, that's not, no, that's just like a fun thing. I'm not getting money for that. No, what I'm saying is your content of retweeting all these naked chicks has now gotten you uh, sponsors. Yeah, well, like kind a, of, not really. I mean, you're, you're like a, a, a geriatric Olivia Jade. I mean, you're, you know. You're you're making money. You're an influencer. You're an yeah, influencer. Like it on oh, Dancing little, with the know, Stars. Yeah. It's not it's not a constant thing, you know. Right. It's right. right. Oh, but it's listen. cool. Hey, I got no problem with it. Nope. Uh, no, doesn't sound like you do. No, you're not a very, at all. you know, you're a very old Alex Earl. Like, uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's there gold go. in that cunt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ronnie Puppet. Uh, yeah. Titties by a lot of tents. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Because I got to pay for a lot of tables. I'm going to have a whole table of my old girlfriends there. Buttfucker Bertha, Mouthcock Mary, <laughs> Fingerfuck Florence, Golden Shower Shirley, Ass Eater Anna. Oh, shit. I need another tent. I got more chicks. <laughs> no, I mean, the, 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 I thought your Instagram, it's wild, his uh, account, because it's like after like retweeting the law firm six times, Ronnie next tweet was like, 
Good Titty Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's quite a mix of things going on there. No, not nothing. No product placement kind of assurances in Rob's. No. Absolutely uh, not. Advertising. You could no. go right up against Good Morning to, to, uh, to Titty Tuesday. Yep. Wide <laughs> Labia Wednesday. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, my point is Ronnie worked hard for his money. They, 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 nobody handed this guy a fucking thing. And he built a nice life for himself because he hustled. Yeah. Um, the guy would get up two, what time? Sometimes one o'clock in the morning, even. Just well, to, yeah, when I had the bread route. Yeah. 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 But yeah, when, um, with the limo shit, I mean, mostly, yeah, it was early in the morning too, because I, you know, besides working for you in the beginning, uh, before working for you, actually, I was, you know, the Today Show and stuff like that, bringing guests in and stuff. So it would be yeah. early in the morning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Ronnie was good at it. I mean, yeah, I was always shocked by his sense of direction. Like, I'd say, Ronnie, where are we going? He goes, don't worry, I know where to go. Like we've been to one place once, so he always had it in his memory bank. And um, so, you know, the guy worked hard for his money, and now, you know, he's got to sit here and hey, spring listen, for this it, it, fucking party. You know she yeah. deserves it. He'll you enjoy know. it, Howard. It's, it's, he it's, loves you know, being. What the fuck? Am I going to take it with me? Center of attention. No, <laughs> nah, but yeah, I she, know how you think. And as you get older, you're sitting and saying, I need a nest egg because you don't know how long you're going to live. If you're going to live another week, right. fine. Blow all your money now. You don't, that's the problem. You don't know. Right, Ron? Yeah, but it. he's got to yeah, have exactly. memories too. You know, no, like he's he doesn't want to sit there and go, oh, there'll be just plenty of memories. Here. That's what place. I'm saying. That's what um, you're going to love about it. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. you know, that's the cool part. Like, I'm, you know, I, I I get like very emotional thinking about everybody coming, you know, like yeah, all the people that decided to get on a plane and come out here for it. it's it, it's you know a big deal. Yeah, my wife said to me, "Do you have any regrets that you're not going to Ronnie's wedding?" I go, "No." Can you imagine we had to get on a fucking plane and go to Ronnie's wedding? Oh, it's <laughs> too much hassle. Ronnie's right. When people make a sacrifice and they come to your wedding all the way in Vegas, you know, someone said to me the other day, Ronnie should add his wedding in New York since everyone is flying to Vegas for his wedding. He, if he, all it would have been was for him to fly to New York because everyone else is from New York. Well, not quite, but Pretty those much. people could have come to New York. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say, I would say 85% of the people are coming from yeah. out of town. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so there's less people who would have had to come from out of town if you'd right. done it in New York. But Helicopter Bob couldn't come to New York. So I had to make <laughs> yes, it. Yes, he could. He could have come in the helicopter. Just uh, would have broken it out over a couple of trips. Hey, so, Robin, you're not going to Ronnie's wedding. I'm not going. Fred, you're not no. going, right? No. Right. Nope. But Gary's going. Yeah. Yeah. And John. John Hines. And JD. Yeah. Yeah. Will, Gary, Jason, a lot of people Are you go. flying with anyone from the show, or are you uh, going down solo? Just me and my wife. I mean, there might be people on our plane, but I haven't connected anything. Right. Got a dinner one night with um, some of the people from the show. Uh, Mary and I Who are you going to dinner. dinner with? Who are you going to dinner with? I think um, it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to regret this, but it's it's Blit and a couple of other people we work with. Oh, that was a dinner he didn't invite us to. Oh. Right. There's a lot of controversy with this dinner now, this Blit dinner. A lot of people are feeling slighted. Oh. There you go. See, this is what happens. After all, Who's I am the guest of honor, but uh, no invite for me. Mm. Uh, Chris, you're invited to Blit's uh, 
dinner? Yeah, I mean, Blit, Blit and I are very good friends, you know, and I'm also their single, so Blit's doing a nice thing and kind of, you know, making sure I feel included because he's there. Uh, you the won't be single for long in Vegas. I'm sure you're going to hook up with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I, I mean, if there's you. time, I got a pretty packed schedule, but, um, you know, I could see a blowjob and a finger in your ass very, very clearly. <laughs> I would, what uh, happened uh, the I, last I time he was in Vegas? Didn't he sort of not get much action? That was Miami, Robin. Uh, oh, no, no. That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a sensitive subject. We needed him. We needed him working, not uh, blowing people. I tried. It wasn't for lack of trying, but I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. I've never been to Vegas, so I'm, I'm oh, very excited. Okay. So, no, Blit, who's no. upset about your dinner? Who's uh? I, I have no idea who's upset and who's not upset. I don't even remember who I invited. So <laughs> you, you know, you can't invite everybody. And I put together just a couple nice little soirees with some people I want to hang out with. So, Sally, you upset? Yeah. No, not at all. I'm going with my wife, so she's 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 calling the shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. It's, like it's weird because I get the vibe that like a lot of people actually don't really like John, and then they get offended when they're not invited to like his dinner. So, like, what is oh, it? Do you wow. like him or you don't like him? Right. You know? Hey, my Sal, feeling. how are you? So you're going with your wife? Yeah. I've seen you at some fun. You know, I've been to some of these weddings when you and your wife are together. She looks like she wants to take you and chop your head off. Yeah, like at <laughs> Nowicki's wedding. Yeah. Did you see that, Ron? Ronnie? Was it like that? Because whenever I see him yeah. with his wife, his wife's always sitting there like, and she's a very attractive woman, and she just looks like a woman filled with regret that she married Sal. Yeah, she's ready. Like, she's, like, looks like she's ready to cut his throat. Well, right. she never, <laughs> Sal, Sal loves to be like the life of the party. And you right. know, Christine can get embarrassed by that a little bit sometimes. Well, you know, Sal grabbed think... the mic and started singing to everyone, and she's like, and "There he is, <laughs> JD. You remember at Nowicki's wedding when uh, the bride's dad was given like a really emotional speech, and it was real quiet. And Sal goes, "Where's my fucking wine? I did not. <laughs> saw me with wine. You did. Full of shit. You saw me with wine, and you go, oh and everybody, Christine got did, so um, mad at you. What, and what, did, I did, what? And what was the look that Sal's wife?" gives him like it's like daggers like i just oh, want totally. him to yeah, fucking die she, she looks what? at me at daggers when i blink i like she has no reason she has plenty yeah, of she reason. has plenty of reasons. what'd you say jd <laughs> all i remember from the wiki's wedding is you could see where sal is because because every now and then you see this puff of vape smoke coming out from yeah, yeah. somewhere. Oh, he tries to do it under the table like oh, nobody'll yeah. notice, and then the table starts smoking, and everybody's what the fuck? It looks like a magic show. Yeah. Why do people? Why do people who vape always try to hide their vape? Why do you do that, Sal? We can't do it. Well, because places. it's rude to blow it like in someone's face oh. or blow it around them. So generally, when you do it under the table, it just the smoke dissipates eventually. But, no, but isn't it illegal? It never does. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, Sal, Sal looks like a chimney when he does it. Like it's like, <laughs> I know, like should, so much smoke yeah. comes out. You should what Santa Claus airplane. looks like when he's trying to stuff himself down the chimney. That's it. <laughs> I've what seen do you Sal get yelled at by stewardesses on airplanes? It's the funniest yeah, you damn can't thing. Do he on airplanes. He no, Sal. I don't know when, if he still does, but he did. You know what, Sal? You, <laughs> over the three day, three day wedding, <laughs> man, your, your wife's going to fucking, because you're oh, going to crack. Me. You're going to want all the attention. You're going to do something stupid. It's going to be World War Three for sure. Well, yeah. Sal, how are you going to do a plane ride to Vegas without vaping? I do it all the time. Bathroom. 
He'll do it in the bathroom. No, you can't because there's me- there's um, smoke detectors <laughs> smoke in the bathroom yeah. that are also sensitive to vape smoke as well. Oh, I got you. Mm. I've so done what do research. you do? You got to just sit there and not uh, vape. Yeah, just sit there and not vape. You know, I usually take a Xanax or, uh, <laughs> you know, gone. knock myself out. He shares out the window. Long trips. <laughs> he is really hooked on that vape. Like, I have conversations with him on, on Zoom, and he doesn't stop. He does not wow. stop. It's a real problem. No, it's he, not. Dude. Yeah, oh, he, it is a, a problem. It is a fucking problem, dude. You are it's a vaping. problem for you. It's fine no, for it's me. No, it's so it. shitty for you. And okay. you you are hooked like I've never seen anyone hooked to something. All right. Well, don't you think it this... takes shrooms and hits of acid and yeah, drinks full but that's of Prosecco? <laughs> recreational. I, I, don't and I, don't, I don't drink Prosecco. See, I'm sorry. It's not I see how much Sal, <laughs> I see how much Sal enjoys and needs his vape, and I just leave him alone. I'm like, yeah, like a baby with stop, a bottle. Yeah. I stopped yeah. trying to talk him out of it years ago because it does it relaxes him. So I'm like, oh, let Sal him has a move when he when he tries to expel the smoke. Oh, never mind. Go, Chris. Sorry. Go ahead, Robin. No, go. You were when when Sal tries to expel the, the 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 smoke, he kind of tilts his head back. It's very casual, and then this whole kind of like puff of smoke like creeps out of his mouth. Very sexy. Oh, the best was yeah. when there was all that air pollution in New York City from the wildfires, and Sal yeah. wore a mask <laughs> for that. But then he'd pull the mask out to vape, and then the, the vape there's the would vape right there. Out the mask. <laughs> Howard, this idea of, of, oh, go ahead, Rob. No, I'm just saying, isn't it illegal to smoke or vape in some of these venues you go to? Like, they don't want you vaping in their restaurants or, or their convention areas. And you're blowing it under the table like nobody can see it. Oh, Robin, Sal and I did an appearance at a vape convention, and you couldn't even see like five feet in front of you in this convention hall. But Sal came away with a bag, like a massive shopping bag full of vape juice. He was in heaven. They have like every flavor. People were doing vape tricks with the smoke. You guys get all the good gigs. You got to go to the vape convention. <laughs> yeah. It was wild. a little jealous. It was, wow. It was so entertaining. So, Ronnie, your wedding's going to be very interesting what goes on there. I'll tell you that. Uh, Jason, I hope you'll be taking notes for sure. Oh, I brought a, I, I bought a new notepad. I am so excited about this <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I'm flying out early. I can't yeah. wait. But I do want to dispel this notion of Sal trying to hide his vape beat. It's such bullshit. I, I, uh, first of all, I can show you a picture from Steve Nowicki's wedding. This is what the vaping was going on. Real quick, it is, it is Sal blowing his vape all over everybody without a care in the world. Um, so this idea I was doing a trick. You know, when you have entertainment at weddings, that was, I called out the dragon. <laughs> oh, like, you're the dude, entertainer. That's such a great picture. Yeah, well, <laughs> well what it? it is, what it is, is that it's like if you used to watch the old Johnny Carson show, Johnny was a smoker and what he would do is turn his head and take a drag off a cigarette because yeah. he didn't want people to see him smoking. But yet everybody saw him smoking. Everyone saw him taking the drag off the cigarette. And it's, uh, you know, that's Sal's thing. You know, he, Sal likes to be the center of attention. I've, I've been at weddings with him. He's got to do shtick every couple of minutes in order to get some sort of attention. Like that dude giving a heartfelt speech, Sal can't sit through that because he's like, well, wait a second. Everyone's focused on that guy. He's a little no. bit like Trump. He always but needs Howard, that focus on You, you created <laughs> this. I don't like I hate to say you created this. Oh, stop it. Created- <laughs> at, that, at that wedding, like it's, it's, that was Sal's greatest day. Because he was your court jester. You know what I mean? Right. And he was, and so now Sal thinks he should do that at every wedding. You're he talking was about Jason's gl- wedding. 
Yes, you in your glory that day. You got to do whatever you wanted and you were being a dick to people, me included. And then, and then the next time we went somewhere and you did it, you were surprised that people were angry. <laughs> no one's ever angry. I mean, no. Uh, are you kidding, Sal? Uh, Ronnie, do do we have a good time at the wedding? I know Howard and I have a good time at the at uh, Jason's wedding. I, I don't I don't I don't recall anybody being upset with me. All I, I know mean, is you look like upset. a human fog machine. <laughs> yeah, hey, by the way, just... uh, Mike Trainer is upset about not being invited to John Blitz dinner. Uh, really? Here's a guy he wants to come. What's going on, Mike? Oh, well, I'm disappointed. I, you know, I heard there's like two dinners on two nights and I didn't get any, any mention. He's a pain it, in the ass though with the check and he doesn't, yeah. he's a pain what in the ass. Whatever? You're just doing the shtick from the no, show. No, that's no, not a shtick from the show. Dude, that? yes. A, a, a couple of, t- a couple yeah, of times. Birthday on my, hang on a second. On my birthday party at Grand Banks at Oceana several times. You're, you know, and it's just, you want to have a good what? time and not that worry about not the happen. check. Like, Dude, we it, all get, it, it did happen. balance. Chris, I hear you in. It Is happened, Mike. Mike we've you're a, you're a frugal, you're cheap. cheap guy. You're a good guy. You're a funny guy, but but you're cheap, so it's not really fun to go out with a complainer at dinner. It's just not. It's not. You're. Just, this is a complete fabrication. It's not. It's some on-air shtick and trying this to make is, it a thing that happens shtick. all the it's time. It's not shtick. You're, this, this doesn't involve you, but this John, is, it's because I get witness. sniffed with the bill, too. He's a no witness. Nobody's been sniffed. By, and, yes. and you guys have these like stories. I think there's like two incidents in the five-plus years we've worked together. No, here. there's a lot of incidents. There's, yeah. there's no... If, if I'm owed, There shouldn't be any incidents. That's money, right. Duff Trainer does protest to I'm trying to listen to this because I'm trying to understand what's the complaint here that you don't pony up for the bill. And this is how I'm finding out. If there's an issue where I owe you some money, John Blit, let me know. See, that's the thing. Same you, with you, you Chris. You, Same to anyone in the chat. Anyone else who thinks I owe them some cash, geez. let me know. Jeez, what jeez? Tell me. You don't, don't owe me money. With Mike, like I've, I've Mike, wronged it's, you. Mike, yes. it, it's, you look at the che- it's pure mathematics. You look at a check, this is what you owe. I'm not going to say you owe me money because you don't owe me money. It's just... Uh, a history. If I have come up short, if I did bad, but math, that's for you to know. I'm you not gonna, uh, You don't say it. You don't. You, <laughs> you do, do good math. math. No, this you, is much better. Adult. This is working out and great. You, oh, system you came on the air, man. You came on the air complaining. So in other yes, words, Mike, I'm annoyed. Well, Mike. <laughs> in other words, so 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 wait a second, Blit. You're saying mm-hmm. that the reason you didn't invite Mike to the big Las Vegas dinner? Yes. Too. Is because you don't want They're drama too, around yeah. the check. Exactly. Period. That's it. And I don't want to think about people saying, oh, is this too expensive, complaining, and, you know, that that's it. I want to have a fun, easy time for everybody. In other words, are you saying yes. that Mike is sitting there, that I just want to understand this argument. Sure. And someone says, hey, let's order a bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. Mike's the guy who will say, wait a second. Uh, let's not order a bottle of champagne. No, it's, he it's, won't. He'll drink the champagne and say it afterwards. That's right. That's the complaint. Has that right. ever happened? Oh, really? <laughs> You're just inventing scenarios. No, Grand Banks had happened. No, yeah. it According did not. John, that is yeah. not a thing. It did. We ordered it did. Came and left early. We ordered champagne at Grand Banks. I drank it, and then it was time to pay, and I said, I don't want to buy this. That's not a thing that you were happened, shocked. Chris. You were shocked at what the bill was already early into the night, and you know when you yeah. go out with Blit, it's going to be a lot.
and you gave him money, but it wasn't the full amount that you should have paid for your portion. And I'm not going to say anything. Say something, guys. I'm sorry, I came up a little short. That's rude. Five years ago. That's, (laughs) but that's rude. It's not only five years. So you're saying because of this drama, uh, John, you didn't invite Mike. Now, do you feel any loyalty to Mike? Isn't Mike the guy who got you the job here, who introduced you to the company? Absolutely. And I've taken him out for a couple of dinners. I took him out for his birthday. So I feel that, yeah, dude, I took you out to Mike Oceana. reminds him of that all the time. Oh, yeah. It's a little tacky. <laughs> all the time. You just, Chris. I've heard you just... do it. Mike, just because you yell doesn't mean something's any less true. And I'm I, telling you what I've I, observed. And I all, took Mike out to a really me, nice lunch and I've COVID taken him closet. out a couple of times. Yeah, because you're gross. Why? <laughs> But I want to be around you, a guy that's had COVID like eight So you times. don't know what you're talking about. All right. Yes, I do know what I'm talking about. I was there. Again, just because you're yelling doesn't office. mean you're right. Oh, another day being the guy that got John Blitty's job. That's, that's. <laughs> I've heard you say to John, don't forget I got you this job in well, a this semi-threatening a way. Time. So, yeah, it okay. will. Don't make up shit, Well, dude. this you're is going to be a great shit. weekend on the wedding. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Started. I, yeah. I yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. It's All gonna be a good time. Our plans for hanging out with other people who, uh, you know, it's fine. And you can't uh, so Mike, everybody. They can get, they can get Mike, stiff with Bill. <laughs> Mike, the night that John has his dinner party, which you were not yes. invited to, maybe you should throw your own dinner party. Maybe and get back at him. Yeah. Have your yeah. own Denny's. Oh, or I'm something. just gonna be happy yeah. to have some time on my own, away from my kids, away from everyone. I'm just gonna lay low, and it's gonna be fine. I don't need right. to be part of a, a big group. And you can't you, invite everybody. You know what I mean? It's like you want to have a good table size. And, but Mike got you your job here. Mike sure, should have been invited. Uh, you know what I mean? And I, and I, and I, I take Every day, just ask Chris. Not every day, once or twice. So, Mike, as far as I've heard. so you, so let me understand your plan for the Ronnie weekend. You're going to Vegas to hang out by yourself. I get it. Okay, I see. <laughs> yes, it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm having a great time. <laughs> it's no, going to be great stuff. Me and JD right. are going to the Sphere. We're doing some stuff. I'm so yeah, Mike, I'm so glad I didn't put you at the table with Blake. Uh, Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the fear. Well, we're not paying for the meal. We've been fine. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm doing the sphere with Mike, and then I'm going to a, a dinner with Blitz. So. Yeah, so I get I get a text message from JD last night at like ten o'clock, and he's like, "I'm coming to on Thursday night. Is there still room for me?" And JD has oh. an open invitation wherever I go and whatever. JD's the guy that everybody wants to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, because hey, JD, not that we, fun. we had plans with JD, and he's like, "No, I can't watch football with you guys because now I'm going to the Sphere with Mike." So, John, he's, a, if, he's uh, in demand. I mean, I understand Mike's feelings are hurt because here you've invited JD and mm-hmm. Mike is not going to get to be there. I understand where Mike's coming from. Yeah. Are you going, but are you inviting JD to dinner so you can bust his balls? Will you be no. doing pranks and stunts with JD? No. Or for airtime, perhaps, John? No. Yes, for airtime. <laughs> this is why I've, I have a five year friendship with JD. Um, no, no pranks. It's going to be a really fun, relaxed you, dinner. Remember, is it John's- possible at the dinner you might say to the waiter, this guy just got out of prison? You know what? That actually might happen. Yes, it's possible, but I may. (laughs) You know, sometimes something comes to me in the moment, and Uh it happens, and I don't want to keep it bottled up. So maybe. It's very possible. Yeah. And JD, are you yeah. still being very adamant about the fact that you are not going to the big pool party where I don't everyone even will be know invading if it's like suits? That's a- 
I don't know if it's necessarily a pool party. I think it's just a bunch of people hanging out by the pool. But uh, that's, right. that's I called a pool party. Whatever. Either way, um, I have no desire to go to the pool, so uh, I don't right. think I'll be going to the pool. Well, you bring Is it because up? you have difficulty swimming? Oh, and, uh, uh, swimming, body image issues, uh, you know, uh, other hangout, you know, uh, whatchamacallit? Speaking uh, issues. Speaking issues. Any <laughs> other issue that involves communication or whatever. What if I talk to Wayne Siegel and got you into one of the cabanas? No, I, no, no, no. I don't need, Let no, me see. that's, no, that's fine. I'm fine. Wayne, how many, uh, cabanas did you purchase? Okay, I purchased, because Ronnie has two for Thursday. I purchased one for Thursday, so he'll have three. Then Friday, I bought two more. The question becomes, because I said to Ronnie, I don't mind funding the party. I don't want to run the party, because these cabanas only hold eight people. I said, so how do you determine who's tent-worthy? You know how. Whoever's hottest. Whoever yeah, is the best-looking woman. And, and only allow women into your uh, tent. <laughs> That's how you determine. Well, that, okay, that's Ronnie's decision to make. I got this Why? to advance the party. Why is it my decision? Because it's your party, pal. So no, you do it, it's how the, you want nobody, to determine. It's not, it's not a party. It's just like J.D. said, a bunch of people hanging out. If they want to come down and hang out, it's fine. If they don't well, here's want to, the move. they don't have Wait, to. There's it, no Ronnie's right. It, Wayne, you're making too much out of it. In other words, you sit there like a king with your cabana, and people are going to come down. And some people are going to walk, oh, hey, Wayne, how you doing, pal? Blah, 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 blah. And you go, hey, man, why don't you take a seat here in the cabana? That's it. It's spur of the moment. Okay, we could do that. Ron, you're comfortable with that? I don't want to alienate anyone. You're not alienating anybody. Anybody can come and sit down. There's chairs you know all the, over the you place. Know what's you, be don't funny? Be, you don't have to be inside the cabana. You know, you know what what's I'm funny? Saying? Nobody even knows who the fuck Wayne is. No one's going to want to sit in his stupid cabana. That's going to be the burn. He's going to get a whole cabana. He's going to be sitting there by himself. No, nah, he's got to send people he's over got to the he's cabana. Got people, he's got people really? hanging with him. Believe me. I'll yeah. sit with oh, yeah. Wayne. Okay. I'll always sit with Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's the man. He's got the cabana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think everything's going to be a thing. Like, I think John was trying to do, like, a casual dinner, and now it's a thing. I think Wayne's That's trying right. to do a casual thing with oh, these yeah. cabanas. Now it's a thing. Wayne, I got a favor. A yeah, well, Chris is right. I got a favor I'm going to ask you. Sure. This guy who works for me, trainer, <laughs> yeah. everyone's turning on him. Would you let him into the fucking cabana? Mike Trainer, write that I, name down. Look, I want him Wayne, in there. I don't, I don't know you. You don't owe me anything. It's fine. Uh, but no, you're in. I'll talk to Wayne. Trainer, you're in. Howard, it's done. Thank you. Trainer, you're in. All right, Trainer, now you're in Wayne's cabana. Can you remove John Blitt? Can he not be allowed in? Can you take him out, please? I'm the president of the Wayne Siegel Fan Club. Wayne, you better get three more cabanas for Thursday. By the way, Trainer's now in the Siegel cabana, but I understand there's a competing Steven Singer cabana at the other corner of the pool. Yeah, oh, cabanas. Corner yeah. of the pool and walnut. What about and a bubba, <laughs> bubba cabana? A yeah, bubba cabana. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be very beautiful. So, uh, Wayne, so Wayne's got a couple of cabanas, and uh, Ronnie, you got some cabanas. Right. You know, it's going to be great. I tell you. Wayne, of course. JD you know. won't come down and hang out with everybody. I could get you don't JD. Have to I could be get in you a bathing suit. JD, yeah, I could get you to Wayne's. I could get you to Wayne's cabana, and I'll tell you something about Wayne. 
Wayne's rolling in dough. He's got multiple <laughs> car dealerships. So I'm going to tell you what. And Trainer, this is good for you, too, if these stories are true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just order whatever you want. Wayne will get stuck with the bill. I mean, uh, it, when he has a cabana, he's got, you know, people are going to want to eat and drink in that cabana. That's what people do because there's nothing else to do. Howard, I'm looking at some of the prices of this cabana. Holy shit. Go ahead. Cocktails are, cocktails are $28. Ooh, uh, what I mean. Ca- caviar service is 225 uh, per three ounce. That's got blit written all over it. Caviar service um, for three. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, a, a, a Cadillac margarita in a souvenir cup is $125. Jeez. Wow. Those. Howard, hey, Straws. <laughs> Howard, I suggested to Ronnie that he set up velvet ropes and hire some doormen to kind of take care of crowd control. And I, Oh, stop I it. He's going to be fine. This is going to be great. Man, I can't wait to hear the story. Mike, go Fuck. now you're in Wayne's Cabana. You can eat whatever you want. In fact, eat all your meals at Wayne's Cabana. That's, I might live there. I might, yeah, cancel my room and just stay there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry there's hard feelings between me and John. No, I, we, zero, I, it's, I, it's zero hard I'm feelings. Gonna, I just, you just organized the dinner. Me. That's not I, true, look, Mike. We that, barely you're, you're, hang out post-COVID. Most, most of the days now, I go straight home. Everyone goes straight home. So these guys are describing incidents from... Several years ago, if I forgot to add the tax, it's not only several years ago. John, hang on a second. I'm sorry. First Does of that all, make me cheap that you're still pissed about it? I think Mike, it might make you cheap. Not, but if I owe Mike, you ten that's bucks, crazy, that's crazy, crazy talk, you. Mike. It's that's not crazy Trump that's, logic. Yeah, that's right, Mike. And I don't it also, know, guys, it, it seems it, like it, kind of a, you're making Mike, a big deal out Mike, of something. Mike, you're making a big deal out of it. It carries over post-COVID, and I just organized a small dinner. And no offense, you weren't on the top of my list. That's it. You know, and I get it. That's man. it. It's it, not that it, I dislike it you. Me out. That's how it bums next you out. Next time we're in the compound, maybe don't ask me to listen to your bits. No like problem, three or four dude. Times we work a, a Don't do it we're to gonna, everyone that walks past we work, your desk. Oh, it's kind of irritating. Sure. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. We're gonna show, dude. Hold it a second. I've just missed five minutes of the show. My my whole system went down. What did I miss? Oh, you're kidding. Well, we still hate each other. Not much. It's fine. Wait a minute. Mike is now saying things that might have an impact on the show he's oh, saying don't it. bring me blit your bits to have me listen to them and i'm like oh, wait a minute what's yeah. this got to that do has, with right, your Robin, dinners yeah. it's like working in collaboration it's comedy it's kind yeah. of great to not work in a bubble and i always ask mike if he wants to listen to it i appreciate your comic sensibility but you know what you're a sensitive guy well, it should I, be a great wedding it. uh yeah. it's gonna be really <laughs> great yeah. And it should be great, great after bonding. when totally. everybody yeah. who hates each other is not showing their work. Look, at my we dinners, love everyone loves each other. So it's going to be a fantastic, <laughs> amazing It should dinner. be an so interesting... It sounds like a blast split. Yeah. <laughs> party. One big party. Chris, are you still mad at Mike over... Is this something about the... Because um, he got you a bad San, uh, Secret Santa gift? No, I'm not. I'm not angry about it. But it's <laughs> just it's another example of Mike's uh, cheapness. Were, what did I get you? You got me like you. First of all, you handed me this dirty envelope with like printed printer paper, and it was like a tour, a walking tour of Chinatown. And you said like your wife got it through her office. I didn't. And, you, say and then the thing was like, no, my wife recommended it because we did it together and liked it. You had a, a boyfriend even, at the time. It didn't even pay for the tour. Like it, like I had to. It, I think it was worth maybe like twenty bucks. And and the Secret Santa limit was fifty. Which is what you gave for Steve's wedding, which was recently. Go check before um, you, you say anyway. Wow. No, this I remember it was, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't like it. You're right. It's I'm, Mike. I'm not, I'm not angry 
worry about that. He got a bad secret Mike, Santa Mike, gift. I, I won't keep, go to any dinner. Mike, keep focusing. You're in Wayne Siegel's tent. <laughs> right. It's going to be okay. Wayne. Oh, I'm in the winner's circle. Free yeah. stuff. Stick with Free Wayne. stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wayne is a miracle, and he is going to make it all good. And you could order stuff in Wayne's cabana and take it to your room. <laughs> that, that's a, you, know, you could eat yeah. the cabana. Get it to go box. Yeah, get it to go box. Exactly. Listen, guys, now, I'd like it? to see you all get along at the big wedding. You know, it's Ronnie and Stephanie's day, and it would be very nice. And, you know, all and this the bickering. the spirit of having them have a wonderful wedding, you guys could try to get along a little better, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, nah. Robin, Without us being there, Robin, there's no one to rein these guys in. I mean, I'll uh, do my best, Robin. No, no promise. Right. By the way, Mike, Wayne will stuff your envelope, too, for Ronnie's wedding. So. Oh, that's nice. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> so, Wayne, are you going down for you're going down for all three days of Ronnie's wedding, huh? Yeah, I'm going to go down Wednesday. My girlfriend and I are going down Wednesday, and we're staying Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we'll come back Saturday. Um, but, like... I have to allow Sal and I a friend, so he and his wife will come in. I got to make sure there's enough room for everybody, because if I got to get another cabana, I got to call now. <laughs> I think you better get another cabana, because uh, Sal and his wife. Pool. Yeah. I mean, you, We're going to need you, separate you, cabanas. <laughs> Sal needs his own cabana. <laughs> a vape cabana. You know, Wayne works out a lot, so he'll be in his ba- What are you going to wear, a Speedo down mm. by the pool? No, no, I'll be wearing a regular bathing suit, no Speedo. As a matter of fact, one of the conversations, my girlfriend had said, you care what I wear? I said, I don't care, wear a bikini, wear whatever you want. She's now, after hearing all of this, turtleneck to ankle bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, that's, that's so, so stu- fun. Yeah. That's so stupid. A burkini, they call that. Yeah, we got to see cunt, Wayne, come on. What <laughs> <laughs> with you? I don't care how many fucking cabanas you buy. Now, Wayne, I think everyone, I've never seen your girlfriend, but she should wear a bikini. I mean, Ronnie would appreciate that. She, yeah. She's oh, really have, hot, dude. She's, hot. she's really? absolutely beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Very yeah. looks good labia. in a bikini. So, so she, what, what is that, uh, Ronnie Puppet? Very lean labia. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't say that, Wayne. It was the puppet. <laughs> Wayne, I think people will be disappointed if your girlfriend's not in a bikini. I, I, I don't know. I'll do my best to convince her, but, you know, listen, this is how she feels about it. I said, dress any way you want. Nobody's going to care. And her response was, who's going to care, Wayne? You're right. Nobody's going to see me. Nobody's going to mention me. I said, yeah, absolutely. So I told that to Ronnie, and Ronnie's response was, yeah, she'll be schooled. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's oh, right. I'm going to look over. over. Yeah. I'm going to see everything. I want to see Sphincter. Not for me. I didn't say for me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ruining the whole party because the girls are not going to wear and wear bathing suits around you dudes you're all uh you know you're all well, Ste- nervous. stephanie was doing a whole fashion show for me last night she got a bunch of bikinis came in oh no so, kidding yeah what she she's going to be in a bikini yeah all right oh poor jd it's torture for him. You know, he's, he's in love with your wife. He, he, you know, the one that got away. His Stop girl it. marrying Stop one it. of his best friends. Yeah. Oh, man. I've seen I've seen Stephanie look very nice several times over the past oh, few years. Yeah. Somehow I've managed to live. So I could, off off you could be licking her ass. Beat off. Well, all right, boys. Uh, very good. Uh, everyone looking forward to the big wedding. Congratulations, Ronnie. There you go. Thank you. Congrats, <laughs> Ronnie. It's all about you. 
That's right. Yeah, Mike, stop making it about yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're gonna have Mike down in the uh, in the tenth, right, Wayne? It's done. He's in. Okay. All right. Uh, Howard, so it's written, so it's done. You said it, it's done. Thank you. All right. There you go, Wayne Siegel. He's a, he's a good man. Got the tent. That's amazing. He's the man with the tent. I'll tell you, man, once you have that tent, it's your party. Yeah, but Trainer has such a reputation, you know, like uh, the they're, moment, they're being rough uh, on him. People are trying to get together for dinner. It's like, don't invite him. Oh. <laughs> uh. If I was there, I would have invited Trainer. I'm feeling bad for the dude. <laughs> I didn't create this. This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Maybe you should have gone to that wedding, Robin. You you need to be there. <laughs> Somebody know, needs to be there. You can pull people together. I know you. You would have just sat in your room. You love just sitting in your room and relaxing when you get to a hotel. I know I'd you. I'd go to a dinner or two. You would? But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say hello to people if I was there. Get you in that bikini and get you down to that pool <laughs> right away. <laughs> um, yesterday, we did a long segment on Medicated Pete. He told us about his really strange summer at the nude beach. Speaking of uh, tents, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A tent, I'll never look at a tent the same way. He admitted that at the nude beach, some gay stuff went down. With, a, with two dudes he met in a tent. And a lot of you wrote in to me. So many people wrote in. I can't read all of them because it's just too long. But uh, here's here's a couple. Pete can't come because of his medication. 100% that's his issue. He's over-medicated, Pete. That could be something <laughs> true. But he also but jerks does, off. Yeah, how does he come when he jerks off if, if yeah. it's the medication? I don't understand. I don't either. Medicated Pete has to be gay. There's no way I would enter that tent with two strangers, let alone let them blow me and finger my asshole. <laughs> I don't care how long it had been since I had sex. It is risky behavior. There's no question about it. How long lo do you think before he, you know, goes further? Like how many times in the tent before he's full blown, you know? Getting. I'm not. I'm not sure uh, the answer to that, but uh, I would guess <laughs> it's going to happen. I I would guess it's already happened, but what do I know? Uh, I love Pete coming on, coming out about going into the tent at the nude beach. But please, if you're going to uh, say they touch the asshole, use the word "bussy" instead of "pussy." It's much more proper, I guess. In the gay community, your asshole is a bussy. A bussy, yeah. A bussy, okay. Uh, Kiss, Chris is really psychic. Yeah, Chris did a great job yesterday. He called everything that went on in that tent perfectly. When it comes to big dicks, he's a gay medium. Yeah, he uh, got the story out of Pete. He said, yeah, come on. Yeah, we would have never gotten to the truth no. without Chris. It took a strong gay man to get the gay truth, <laughs> and we got him. Uh, kudos to the caller Megan for her bravery. There are not many women out there who would be down to fuck pete after he got blown by two strangers in a tent she better bring along a magnum sized condom yes i hope they use condoms very if a very thick condom yes very thick condom right 
Uh, Megan was not deterred by Pete's sexual history. She wants to hook up with him. It turns out she's been fantasizing about Pete for a while. We interviewed her, and uh, here's a little follow-up. This is Megan talking about Pete. She's really? got a fascinated, yeah, she got a fascination with him. I've heard these segments um, of Pete before, and I always say, like, I I would fuck him. I would have sex with him. I think that would be a lot of fun. He's kind of different. And, um, but there's just something very endearing about him. Kind of different. And so I'm literally, I'm laying in bed this morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call because I, I would totally fuck him. I would, I would go to New York and do that. Um, so that's kind of what compelled me this morning, but I, I've had that thought many times listening to bits about him. All right. Well, Robin, I don't know who else she's hung out with? He's only kind of <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we recorded, this is an exclusive, we recorded Megan and Pete's first conversation after the show. Oh. And, uh, yeah, this is where these two kids got to talk about uh, what they wanted for their future and everything else. So here they are in an exclusive clip. Ladies and gentlemen, a Howard Stern exclusive. Megan explains to Pete what the date will entail, and here they are on the phone for the first time. Hey. Yeah, hi Pete. Hey. How are you? How you doing? What's going on? I'm good. Are you doing um, good? I'm doing good, yeah. How about you? How's everything? <laughs> it's good. Everything's good. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, th thanks for uh it's good good hearing from you, so I was I'm really excited to meet you, actually. I I've been actually saying for a while I've wanted to meet you and I guess I just never really like had really? the guts to call in. Yeah. I think I think you are very charismatic. What? What? What was that? Oh, I said I think that you're really charismatic and endearing and um oh, thank you. I, I just thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's what I try to do, so So um what, what would I expect from you? Well, um, I mean, just <laughs> just having a, a good conversation, and we'll see what happens from there. But what kind of expectations? I mean, as far as you're concerned, well, no, what do you I, think is going to? Uh, what do you think is going to? So I think that uh, we should meet for a drink somewhere, just kind of get to know each other just a little bit. Um, but my plan is to take you back yeah. to my hotel room and. Um, Suck your cock and fuck you, and I am determined to make you come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. When um, and we'll see. You know, we'll see where it goes, right? I will be yours for the evening. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's uh, that. That sounds good. <laughs> well, oh boy. Uh, that's our own uh, sort of version of Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey. I mean, uh, <laughs> you think the conversation went sort of that way? <laughs> I do. I do. All of our audience is very excited about this new pairing. Uh, the one this one can only our, imagine our Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. That's it. There you go. Pete and that's sweet. That sweet girl is trying so hard. I mean, she's lovely, but man, Pete makes her work for it. I love the, uh, how are you doing? And she goes, I'm doing well. How are you doing? He goes, I'm doing well. How are you doing? And she goes, uh, <laughs> it sounds like uh, it's a match made in heaven. So there you go. Exclusive tape. Very excited. Uh, medicated Pete finds you.
involvement is Tourette's. There you go. All right, medicated Pete's got Tourette's and a big cock. And what more does a man need to attract a woman? Uh, a lot of people well, writing us. I can't us. wait to see where this goes. Yeah. A lot of people wrote in about Ronnie's wedding, but I think we've covered that. Uh, Steve Nowicki and Eddie Van Halen Khan. So many things. Um, oh, a lot of people fascinated with my uh, funeral arrangements. <laughs> what did people say about that? Well, I was honest. I have anxiety about being buried underground. Uh, Beth doesn't want to join me in the mausoleum. <laughs> and uh, listeners weighed in with more ideas for my final arrangements. Nothing okay. wrong with planning. Nothing wrong with planning your funeral at any age. More people should do it. You ever consider putting Beth's ashes in your casket? Yes, I have. And uh, she, had, at some point, uh, had said she had some interest in that, but I don't know. Uh, she said uh, she wouldn't mind that. Uh, you should be interred in your home studio. That way, you could just walk upstairs if you really weren't dead. It's not a bad point. Like, maybe if they'd let me stay here for Keep a year. Keep you at home for a while. For a year, Robin, and then put me <laughs> in the ground. Like Casey Kasem, he, his family, didn't. they were arguing oh, over his was, body. He was traveling. He was on yeah. a plane. He went to Europe. It was crazy. Howard, where is your sense of adventure? Wouldn't you rather have your ashes spread? You'll never go to Italy while you're living. You might as well go once you're dead. Well, there you go. My oh. sense of adventure. Could maybe wow. open up once I'm gone. Um, maybe you could solve your fear of being buried alive by prearranging to have your corpse lie in state at Sirius XM headquarters for a week. That way would give people enough time to observe as to whether or not you have truly died. There you go. Another good idea. Is Howard making room for his animal ashes in the mausoleum? Wouldn't, yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea. I love my pets. I uh, certainly would. We have... Every pet of ours is, uh, we have a big vase, all of them. We have like an animal cemetery going on in my bedroom. <laughs> um, by the way, I do want to say this. If you think I'm being silly about being buried alive, I would like you to listen to this. After a woman in Ecuador was declared dead and revived during her own wake earlier this year, Fox News contributor Dr. Mark Siegel weighed in on the issue I'm not crazy. I'm telling you. Listen to this. I guy. wish I could say it's never happened before, but I will say it should never happen, and it would never happen on a really good doctor's watch. You look for stopping breathing. You check for pulse. You listen to the heartbeat with your stethoscope. In a hospital, you're supposed to have a monitor that flatlines, so it shouldn't happen. But I have to tell you, there's a nursing home in Suffolk County right now on, where you live under investigation for somebody ending Something up in a similar. funeral parlor in a body bag still breathing. And in Iowa earlier in the year also. And it happens occasionally. And you know why? Because sometimes they'll ask me to sign a death certificate of someone I'm not actually pronouncing because it was a patient of mine and someone else pronounces them. But listen to this. Did you know that in the 1800s they actually tied strings around people that they were buried in coffins with bells outside the coffin so that you could ring the bell if you were buried alive? Uh-huh. I'm not crazy. Uh, by the way, a lot of mail came in from our discussion last week about Ralph, Ralph uh, and his sexuality. Uh-huh. The majority of the staff thinks Ralph is either gay or bisexual. Ralph. 
Uh, I didn't ask your opinion, Robin, or did I? I don't even remember. Yes, yes, I weighed in, and I said I had always thought Ralph would come out when he was 40. I just uh, missed Ralph. the age. <laughs> uh, I'm voting, this is a, a bunch of email, I'm voting that Ralph is gay. Remember a few years ago when he was wearing an ankle bracelet? No straight man wears an ankle bracelet. <laughs> got a point there. This one says, Ralph is gayer than Liberace wearing his Chantilly lace dress at a picnic in the park. All right. This one says, Ralph is gay. I know a guy who is exactly like Ralph in every way, and he swore he wasn't gay. His mom was a devout Baptist. He didn't come out until she died. Well, there you go. Uh, the is Ralph gay thing is a mystery that has haunted us for 35 years. Howard, you finally got to interview Springsteen and Paul Simon. If you can't solve this one once and for all, your legacy will never be complete. So there you go. <laughs> now your legacy is depending on figuring it out. I think Ralph is asexual with an emphasis on the A. He's too judgmental to physically enjoy either gender, but has gay-leaning tendencies. Hmm. Uh, Ralph did call into the wrap-up show to give his take on this conversation, if you want to continue this. I don't me, care if people think I'm gay, I'm straight, or whatever it does. I think it's funny, but like you said, I have 50 years of it. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, Ralph, I will go, this, this is where I will defend you. Ralph has never cared whether people, people have always thought he's gay. Ralph has never cared to the point. Which is a superhero talent. Like yeah. some people are like, yeah, I wish I had lasers out my eye. The ability to not give a fuck about anyone's opinion is right up there. But to the point where sometimes Ralph would almost perpetuate it just to fucking tweak people. Yeah, I was sucking this guy's cock the other day just to <laughs> perpetuate it. <laughs> So there it goes. There doesn't seem to be a clear answer. Ralph loves and... the uh, controversy, I guess. Well, what's your prediction now? What age will Ralph come out if he's going to come out? You said forty. Now he's. I think he's. I think he's nearing sixty or something. I Is don't know he how old he's going to be. One of those guys who comes out on his deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> I have a confession to make. Uh, most everyone seems to think that Ralph is gay, but back in 2009, Robin, comedian Sandra Bernhard was on our show and she claimed she had a threesome with her girlfriend and Ralph, but Ralph denied it. So we think Sandra was kidding, but we, we never even got to the bottom of this, I but I'll think Sandra said she was kidding. And you got naked too. And he, and you took off all his clothes. Mm -hmm. And then he just like, you know, he wears those baggy shorts. Yeah. And did you guys get it on in front of him a little bit? Yeah. While you're, what are you doing? What are you doing to him while you're getting it on? Nothing. He's just kind of like, I guess Watching. he was kind of jerking off, getting hard. He didn't yeah. jerk off to get hard. He was already hard. Right. <laughs> he's not gay. I told people that. Ralph gay? Yeah. People think he's gay. I said he's not. And Ralph, no one believes that. That is the best act he's putting yeah. on. There's no way. You know, Robin, he's not. Woody bang first, you or your girlfriend? Um, I think I, me first. No kidding. Orally. He gave oh. it to you orally. Yeah. How is he compared to a woman? Does he do a good job? He's good. Not as good as your girlfriend? No. No, no one does. Man, no kidding. Ralph's good at it, huh? Yeah. He knows where to lick and how yeah. fast to do it. Yeah. Got an orgasm from that? Yes. No shit. Oh. So while he's licking you, what's, what's, your, your, girlfriend what's your girlfriend doing? doing? I think he was reaching behind and playing around yeah. at the oh, same yeah? time. Well, that boy works for fast, huh? He knew what we to do. We were probably making out. He was doing me. We, I, he was <laughs> touching her. There was a, like, you know, it was a, triang a triangulation. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
He entered your girlfriend. Wow. Were you jealous? No. Ralph swears that Sandra was making all that up. Well, again, if Ralph wanted to hide the fact that he's gay, he would have said that actually happened. Right. But he's you go. denying it. <laughs> he's going, there's no way I made love to those two. <laughs> But uh, I got to tell you, Sandra Bernhardt is maybe the best actress in the world because the way she yeah. delivered that, I mean, was uh, was Oscar worthy. Sounded perfectly truthful. Yeah. By the way, another update on Ralph. Uh, I know that uh, Chris and Ralph used to be good friends and, you know, they had a falling out. So I came up with an idea or someone on the show came up with an idea about why don't they do couples therapy? <laughs> So Ralph is now refusing to do couples therapy with it. Chris. I know it. And this is very consistent with Ralph. Ralph sits around all the time and goes, hey, is there something I can do? Is there something I can do? Is there something I can do for the show? And most times we just go, Ralph, we don't know what for you to do. with it. You know, there's nothing you can do on the show. We just pay him to do nothing. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So finally we said, okay, we have something. Why don't you go into couples therapy with Chris? No, I don't want to do it. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, well, gee, I couldn't come up with a better bit for you, but you I know, called Chris, this. Yeah, I called this did. just you like did. the medicated Pete thing the yeah. other day. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, did. and this is what he's always done. He begs to be a part of the show. He used to beg me to record bits with him and do things with him. And then he finds some way of blowing it all up and usually blames, you know, the other person for it. So. Right. Uh, it's very, I'll do the couple therapy by myself. I'll say whatever I want and Ralph won't get to reply. I mean, I'll do that. But yeah, he's funny, an, though. he really is an, I know he's an asshole and it's an insult to you too. It's a fuck you to you too. Keep that in mind. Now, Ralph can't hand, can't do anything with, with a schedule. I'm saying that that idea, you know, every time, you know, even when we were doing something, we were punishing Bobo and Ralph called in to take uh control of the whole Bobo punishment. And then he never did anything. Right. He can't do anything that really has a like any kind of structure around it. Well, and that's so, not true. I have to defend my mean? boy here because. Uh, when I make an appointment with him, he is there. And when we had our, let's say, uh, TV shows or whatever, I, when I was on AGT well, and I needed him to too. report to but work. He, he wants he, to do that because it's styling and, you know, that's his fun, thing. Yeah. And yeah. that's but, you directly. That's dealing with you directly. Right, but when he has right. to deal with a Jason or a John Hine or whoever, he fucks it up. He makes it as difficult as possible and then complains we don't give him things to do. So he well, goes I'll on his Instagram what. and all this bullshit. We had a therapist lined up and ready to counsel you two uh, dudes. So there you go. Well, um, that's um, why I kept asking as we were going. I said, are they going to do the therapy or not? And even then, Ralph was like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like a definitive. Yes, I'll do it. Right. Well, you know, anyway, I heard he said happen. some very hurt. He said some very hurtful things about me uh, to Mehmet as well. Which you know what? Then I guess maybe the friendship is really done. What's the repair if he's that hateful and nasty? Ralph, you're on the air. Hey now, hey, hey. hey now. First, first of all, 
that well, thing with Sandra sounded really hot. They're both hot, her and her girlfriend. I don't know if they're still together, but uh, I wish. By the had. way, let's let's be clear. You did not fuck those two. I did not. No, okay. no. All right. But All right. it was a great description. <laughs> it was amazing. It was weird, and it came out of nowhere. I mean, you know, we're friendly, and then I don't know. She's great. I love her. Uh, anyway, I mean, Chris just uh, exemplified why I'm not interested in doing this. And, and first of all, I, I do stuff all the time. Anytime anybody asks me to do something, I pretty much do it. So, like, recently somebody got in touch with me to record something for, uh, uh, what do you call it, on Sunday, Sunday brunch. You know, you replay old stuff, and I even came into the studio and recorded the lines. I listened to, you know, they wanted me to do just some wraparounds, and I, I took it upon myself to listen to the entire bit and make some, you know, observations and whatnot. And, you know, I put myself into it. So don't sit there and say, like, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that, and... He gave one example. One easy example. It doesn't work with you people. And you're just being nasty. People. So you're just being nasty, Chris, and that's all you do. And I don't want to be friends with you. And the point of couples therapy, if you're... If I'm going to do something, I'm not like a big phony like Blit. I'm not going to make shit up and lie and all this and do stuff. You do frequently, but go ahead. I'm going to... Can I speak? I'm going to do something that's real. And what couples therapy is real is is to to repair something that it, it can't be repaired, and I'm not interested in in you in, in sitting there with you and try and 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 unlike you, I don't want to be mean. You just get nasty with everybody. Oh, Ralph! A real, what a, a load a, of a fucking shit! You are one of the nastiest people when you want to be, oh, and no, you've been nasty to me plenty of no? times in this friendship. So don't lie. So I'm I'm not lying, Chris. I'm just saying, like you're just you're just irate because I don't want to do a bit that'll get you more airtime, and it's not a bit to me. No, you'd rather go on YouTube thing. with your buddy think, who like carves be, out the stupid figurines. You, you know, I just don't want to be friends with you, Chris, anymore. And I, I still okay, like good. you, and I can be cordial no, you with you. You told me that you hate me. So don't again, don't bullshit, I, I did, Mister Mister Sincere. That's what I heard. I have to correct that. No, what we had a long conversation yesterday, and and honestly, Chris. Ralph didn't really talk bad about you. He just said, I'm done with this friendship. And the only point of doing couples therapy is if you actually wanted to mend the friendship. And I have no interest in that. And I spent a half hour trying to convince Ralph. I think you two are really friends deep down. Like, let's try to repair this. Ralph had absolutely no interest. He didn't budge one bit. Well, I heard the hate hey, words, hey, so that's where I'm coming from, Ralph. Well, no, Chris, I don't hate you, and then you just you get some stuff second secondhand. I I I really felt we were like great friends for a while, and we were, and it you know it ran its course or something, and then you do these weird things that kind of creep me out. Like the other day, you ran in and talked about a post I wrote to Sarah Jessica no, Parker. I want to correct you right, uh, Ralph. Wait, I have to correct I, you I, right I, now. Can I, finish Ralph? Or no, because no, I have to correct you. I didn't report please? on that. I didn't report on Ralph. I didn't report on the Sarah Jessica Parker stuff. That was one of your other buddies behind the scenes that you think is your friend and is not. Oh, so okay. do not accuse me of that. It was not okay. me. Go ahead. Okay, but you said it. Uh, but you said it. So I thought it was you. No. And it was just weird. Whoever this person is, weird because it was. I looked at. I I I went and looked it up. It was from a year ago. So somebody's got their notebook on. In it, all fairness to Chris, I've heard from everyone that Ralph does. Uh, weird post to sarah jessica parker like he's way over the top into her she writes me back sometimes too i love her 
great. The thing is, Ralph, there are plenty of things we confided in each other that I would never say on the air. A silly thing like Sarah Jessica Parker or whatever, even though I didn't say it. I don't I know, look at that as a big deal. Things, Chris, you say you say these weird things like I'm texting other people to get back at you, and it's just. Well, I was kind of joking, but okay, I think you but, do a bit of but that, Chris. I, but Chris, I it, it, the crux of it is. I keep getting annoyed with you and mad at you, and you keep doing the same thing over and over. So what? I'm the idiot. I, I mean, I'm not blaming you. It's like I could keep going back for more, like a battered Well, wife. I just say if you and two went to the therapist. Be, I was really pissed at you a few times, and I forgave you because I thought we were good friends. But then you keep doing it. And then like, well, I don't need that. You know? It's like, and you got to make right. this, and like Arnold says, you got to make see, decisions and stick by them. You see, this the would, is. and this is my decision. Okay, so listen, listen to him. Arnold. This yeah, would be, you should, you should. This would be a couple's his, uh, therapy. If a therapist, podcast. if a therapist was here, the therapist could focus you too. I t but Howard, I don't want to get anywhere with this. He, 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 even without maybe you do, and you don't even know it. I, I just he don't does. like the way he's been in general. I, even before some of this stuff, I was just kind of leaning away from him because it was just. And you've uh, done shitty things to me too, Ralph. How about when we used to fight about like the Sopranos ending, and then you'd call me like a terrible writer and tell me how I could never write anything like that? That was a private I, phone conversation. Like, what was that all about? That's so needlessly know. nasty. I don't know. It was the middle of the day. Weren't you supposed to be working? Uh, I was working. I was talking to you. I was getting information. I don't even remember it was the middle of the day. It was. It was, no, it was worse. It was in the morning, I think. <laughs> no, you were just, you were just goading know. me because, you know, I love The Sopranos, so you're being a dick I wasn't goading you to say something horrifically uh, nasty. Well, right it sounds like Ralph's going to have to get a new best friend, and so are you, Chris. Uh, Ralph, who is your yeah. best friend now that Chris is no longer your friend? Uh, I, 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 uh, he knows. I, I would Who? say, I would say, uh, nobody you would know, but I don't I think see. I have a best friend, really. Uh, well, for those of you're, you you're in the audience, friend, but you're not my best friend, but I think you're a good friend. Well, you know? Mike Trainer is available. He's desperately looking for a really nice friend, and uh, <laughs> he might want to. Oh, yeah, you know, speaking of that whole dinner thing, I remember you giving me shit for years when I would invite people, like in California, want to get some friends together for dinner, and you would say I should pay for it. So, shouldn't should, where's your rap on that? Shouldn't Blip be paying for it, or is it just something to make me look like an asshole? Like, Who are you, you talking to, me or yeah, uh, Chris? Yeah, I think yeah, he hates yeah, you me. now in this moment. Me, Howard? <laughs> yeah, Howard, shouldn't Blit oh, yeah. be paying for everybody's now. dinner? Shouldn't Bougie Blit be paying for everybody's dinner? If Blit is too. inviting people to dinner, right. he should pay for dinner. Absolutely. So it's not that an issue. what happened. All right. What? People, people were taking John out for his dinner at, for his birthday dinner. Actually, is what happened. But I okay, see. Ralph, you you wouldn't know about that. Well, he's having two dinners. He said so. He's got two birthday dinners. What's he the queen? You're confused. You're talking about three different. Let's incidents. go, uh, Ralph. Uh, let me uh, hear Ralph, Ralph and Chris. Let's hear from Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Brad. Oh my. <laughs> when I met Chris. <laughs> when I met Ralph. Hey now, what are you? What? It's already Ralph and Chris just need to fuck and get it over. See, and that that's just so silly. Chris isn't interested in me. I'm not interested silly. in him. I mean, it's just, Well, I'll you tell know. you what. We did find a therapist who has done a lot of work with gay couples, so I thought it was a great fit. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, oh, come on. Stop with the nonsense. <laughs> Ralph, just do it. 
can't you just do, do it, this Ralph. just to see if this isn't just a communications problem and you really That's could the point. revive what was a good too. friendship? That is the point what Robin just said. I think, Ralph, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reframe this for you. Robin gave me a good idea here. Let's find out. If this is the end of the relationship, then why not put a nice end to it and say, hey, it really is the end. And we've gone to the gay couple therapy and it really was done in a nice professional way where we got to say our goodbyes and not in an angry way. Now, okay, okay Chris, you're right, Chris. I'd like to say my goodbyes to you. I think oh, we had God. a lot of fun. Uh, it's not what I'm talking friend. about. I don't need some professional to tell you that. I'm a professional. Maybe what you're going to find out, maybe in the couple's therapy, you're going to find out, you know what? I kind of get it. I think Chris and I should take another stab at this. That's all. It's not, it's not happening, Howard. Like, all right. You know, you, gotta you don't want to do it. It's not happening because you're not going to do anything. It's a waste of my time. The definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over and get, expecting it's a, a different result. No, it's a bit for the show. You never did couples therapy. And by the way, I think it's, a, it's, I mentioned to a couple people and they burst out laughing. It's hilarious. I mean, I get right. it. I get it, man. And, and you know, I do anything for the show. I never turn no, you down wouldn't. shit. No, you I won't. I, I, I never turn down shit. And, and and like John Hine and Gary, who backed out of something. I I step up when you guys want me to do something. So don't sit there and act like that. But this is just, it's just, there's no reality to it. So you love therapy. You love what? therapy. You love therapy. Go, I do. go with Chris I do. I into therapy. At least put a nice end to the relationship. You guys were friends. See each other. And, you know, maybe uh, we put a, a, a beautiful end to it. I'm, just let's see what maybe happens. Maybe you it's get a, something out of this that could help you in your entire life. Yeah, maybe well, you'll I'll even have a breakthrough. that with my therapist, okay? I don't need some... You don't have a therapist. Exactly. I no, do. he doesn't. He you did do? years ago. He doesn't do. anymore. No, I he do. does not have a therapist. Are I you telling the truth? I have a crazy person I call now and then. And by yeah, the way, I'll okay. give some crazy, it used to be crazy, me. some good advice. You better get a new therapist. <laughs> I'm in therapy and I've made a lot of progress. And you know what, man? You should really be in therapy yourself. I should. You're going to get older, you're going to get angrier, and you're going to die alone. Um, well, that's all oh, going to happen. everybody dies that, alone. That, 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 <laughs> that's all going to happen anyway, therapy or not. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. no. I'm 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 doing to be the angry old guy yelling at the kids running across his lawn. You are that you guy. Think, <laughs> do you think if Ralph went into therapy, Chris, he could uh, have a loving relationship with someone? I think he could. Listen, therapy is not a miracle cure all, not overnight. But he could definitely get to a place where he's a little happier with himself, and, 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 and part, maybe part he could of, have better relationships. Part of that, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I I I don't think you're wrong. Part of the reason is to it's like. I don't want to sit there and make and run down a laundry list of things I don't like about Chris. And that's but you don't really, have to. Can yeah, I say yeah, something? Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, have to, I, Ralph. Can I finish saying something? And mm. and it's just I don't, I don't want to turn into a thing. I I, I there's a lot of specifics mm. I don't want to get into. And maybe and it'll I, be nice. Uh, and, and I wasn't feeling very friendly to Chris. All right, like, you know, for okay. months. Okay. Months and All months right. before. I've had enough. No mas, I give up. I give up. <laughs> I think it would have been great. I think you ch I'm as, sorry. just as as I'm sorry. as a social experiment it would have been great. No. I think it would have been interesting for the two of you to be in the room together with a the therapist. And you know what? 
And maybe it would be the end of the friendship, but it would have been an interesting thing to play out and say, you know what? Hey, we tried. Could uh, could he talk to us separately and then come to some sort of decision? No. I'd be up for no, that. Can, it's couples therapy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, I, like, you know, I don't know. Well, I'll think just about do it. it. Just All do right. it. Why don't, you, why don't you loosen up, dude? Oh, stop it. I'm not yeah, so not everything is so do or die, man. Like, just let's do it and see what happens. I, I, I just, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, might you might uh, find out something too that's really liberating. Mm. Yeah. Mm, I love you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> mm, let's go down and find a tent. Exactly, exactly. You might end up in the tent with medicated Pete. <laughs> I think it's better. All right, Ruff. You know, can I just say one last thing? I know you want to go. If he was going to Ronnie's wedding. We would leave that weekend being friends again. That's the reality of this. If we were together in the same room and could put all this stuff, we don't even know what we're fighting about. It's all bullshit. I he knows it and I know it. I know. I, I, if we I were together know. in a room, I absolutely know. Day, so you, you don't know. We would and that's be fine. Part of the problem. We're not friends because you don't think you, you don't think your behavior is. Is I know your little guys run and they tell you things behind the scenes, but they're Nobody doing the same stuff. I, I know what's going on, Ralph. I know the whole story. It's all, all right. Listen, uh, Suzanne, no Suzanne, what, Suzanne, I don't take things second. Suzanne, you're on the air in Illinois. Go ahead. Good morning, Howard. Good morning. I, for years, I have, I'm a lesbian. I have found, and it's, um, I love gay guys. They have a lot of gay friends, but I just think it's unfair that Ralph has straddled this line for years using gay slurs and just acts gay, grabs dicks, but isn't out. And it's who, who gives you the right to call Chris a fag or say things like that? Either you're gay or you're not. If you're not gay, you shouldn't be using that word. Shut up, you lesbo. Oh, 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 come on, man. That's not Maybe fair. we That's should have couples it. therapy with <laughs> yeah. Ralph and her. Suzanne, will you do couples therapy with Ralph? I mean, Ralph's got a real issue. Angry. All right, Suzanne. Point well taken. There we go. Thank you. Love you guys. Wow. Thank you. Love you, too. I'll ask, Ar I'll ask Arnold what he thinks. And, uh, and, uh, there you go. Says, All right, Ralph. Don't do it. I think it would have been helpful, and I think it would have been interesting. I you think it would have been fucking funny too, and I get it. Of course. I get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. So go you do know. it. Dad, stop yeah. uh, being so uptight and do some. Take one for the show. Go ahead. <laughs> I've taken too many for the show. It hurts. All right, oh. there you go. There's Ralph. Chris, thank Ralph. you. Right. How could anyone not get along with Ralph? The, I don't the other, understand. The, the other day, I was, I, I was you, you know, when you make a phone call and they, it like, they try to identify you, and make sure it's the right person. You know, I was like calling some company, and they, the guy comes, the voice comes on. Is this Ralph? Ralph. <laughs> and it sounded exactly like Fred's drop. I was cracking up. All right, good. All right, go giggle in your apartment by yourself. <laughs> Look, Ralph is a great guy. Uh, yes, I banned him from entering my home again for now Ralph. years, but, but a good guy. There you go. Just can't have him over. Nothing wrong with Ralph. No, nothing. <laughs> Very easy to get along with. Yeah, uh, anyway, a lot of people writing in about Cocktober, which we got so many events planned. Who even knows? We got to get to everything. And uh, 
There it is. What else did I want to tell you? I'll probably end the show, but let me make sure I got to everything. We got another show tomorrow, of course. But, Robin, there's always a little something I want to leave you with. Right. Did you Uh, have something you just have to share today? Oh, my God. Let's see. Uh, Jeez. I I do have stuff, but all right. We'll let it go till tomorrow. There's a... I was going to report on Celebrity Summers. Here we are into fall, and I have Celebrity Summers. Celebrity Summers? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people we follow on Instagram. I want to give you an update. Okay. Wait, wait, by the way, I was trying to figure out, is Trump's uh, trial in New York that's going on right now, is that yes. on TV or is it not on TV? I saw that's a camera. That's not the one that was te- uh, supposed to be televised, I don't think. Oh, because they had a camera in the courtroom and I saw Trump sitting there with a very hot lawyer. Like one thing about Donald, he always has some hot chick hanging with him. He's got like like right. that. What was it? Hope Hicks. And uh, now the lawyer. Ooh, hubba hubba. You should <laughs> see this lawyer. Oh, it's not televised. Seen... No. Well, the one with the why is there a camera? I saw him in court with the judge. They may be taking photographs. No, it was video. They're rolling video in there, but they're not broadcasting the trial. Like the one in Georgia is going to be broadcast. You're going to be able to put on your TV and watch the trial like as it's happening. This, I think they're capturing video for news, but it's not being really broadcast anywhere. I never understood why the courtroom, every courtroom, regardless of who the person is, why is it not on TV in the sense that it is in the public's interest? But well, I don't they know. become circuses, uh, depending on how high profile they are. Right. And yeah. uh, might be interfering with the role of justice. Because I think the more light you shed on stuff in terms of like uh, even the judicial system, if you've got a bad judge or you have a bad uh, jury or you have something, you know, if if the world could watch... It would keep everybody sort of on the straight and narrow. That didn't seem to turn out in the uh, OJ OJ case. No, it didn't. I mean, not to us anyway. But <laughs> there was also that the weird OJ, thing. In the OJ OJ was pleased with it. <laughs> there was also that yeah. weird thing in the OJ case where, like, the judges and lawyers seemed to be playing to the cameras at one point. That's what like, yeah. I'm talking right? about. Yeah. You know, yeah. you had that is weird. Judge Ito with his uh, Judge Ito, yeah. You know? What were those things that the hourglass collection on his yeah. desk? Yeah. Is Judge Ito still alive or is he gone? I believe he's gone, but I don't know that. Person. I don't know. Have made there was all this Judge Ito. Holy shit. There was all this confusion with Jimmy Carter. Did I do that story? It's unbelievable. Jimmy Carter's 99 and everyone thought he was dead. I should play that clip. There was a. This Who is from W. Was dead? This is WCBMAM, uh, and they were. <laughs> this was from a couple of weeks they, ago. I they did an obituary. Yeah. This is yeah. Wait. This is from February twenty second. So we're going back. Wow. You know? Yeah. I was a champion of peace and human rights. Remembering Jimmy Carter, WCBM. They were doing a whole remembering Jimmy Carter and the guy's alive. By the way, he's still alive. In fact, 
had his he's, 99th birthday. And he's in hospice care. And the guy sent me a picture this morning. They dragged him out to some parade, him and his wife, Rosalind. And uh, he's slumped over in the car. But somehow, I mean, if a guy's in hospice care, he's in pretty bad shape. But they they dragged him well, out for some kind of parade. Well, he wanted to celebrate his 99th birthday. Since uh, he was he? getting close, he really wanted it. He wanted to make it. You know what? I admire that dude. I, he was not a great president. I'll give him, you know, I got to be honest. But the fucking guy, when he got out of the presidency, he not only did a shitload of public service and built homes for the poor and all kinds of things. Got people um, out of, um, you know, foreign prisons. All yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. He did a lot of good for people. And I do admire him. And, and, and. Really, it's like I kind of even admire him now that he's in hospice, which he has brain cancer. And he's like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to live my life still. Like he's willing to just go do stuff, even though he knows he's checking out. I mean, I don't think I could be like, I know I'm going to end up being like my mom. My mom. I mean, <laughs> will you my, stop? She won't go anywhere. <laughs> my mom's birthday's coming up. So my daughter Ashley was with oh, her the other day. Wow. Yeah. My, my daughter goes, um. She was just sitting and talking to my mom, and my mom goes, I don't want a birthday party. I know. And my, and, she doesn't and like want Ashley, anything. <laughs> well, Ashley was like, gee, I, I didn't offer a birthday party, but okay. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you know what I mean? And she goes, last year, last year, a bunch of people came to her birthday. We had it in the apartment. I got a cake. You know what I mean? She or, didn't have to go anywhere. No, and I catered it. And, uh, like my cousin Richie and Julie were there and, uh, you know, my nieces, my kids, we all went over to her apartment. We hung with her for what, an hour or something. Cause she doesn't like, you know, and she's like, I don't want to party. It stresses <laughs> me out. And she was carrying on. She said to my daughter and your wedding stressed me out. Everyone wanted me to go. Oh, geez. I don't want to go yelling at her about the wedding. Oh, yeah. No. She says, Grandma, I'm so sorry I got married. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter and my daughter thinks this is the greatest. You know what I mean? She's just like, I, I go, I'm so glad you don't get easily offended. I said, listen, she's high as a kite. She didn't know what she's saying. Your grandmother wasn't always like that. You know what I mean? I'm like, geez, yeah. it's crazy stuff. I go, you, 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 you know. Grandma's a little wacky. So now what are you going to do? I don't know. My wife thinks we should just have some people come over to our apartment anyway, because my mother ends up liking it. But I said, I don't think so. We're not going to do it. You know, I'll go see her. And I I, I got to go see her this week. And I'm sure she's going to be like, I don't want a birthday party. <laughs> I don't want to go to Wayne Siegel's cabana. <laughs> listen she wasn't willing to go to my dad's funeral so you know she ain't going to she, she she doesn't she just likes she just likes to lay in bed and watch tv yeah that's pretty much her thing which is understandable that's kind of what us sterns do you you do that now <laughs> i do i'll be honest there's nothing i'd rather do more i wish i could get into bed right now Go watch TV. I love TV. I'm watching uh, on the Disney Plus. I'm watching um, Oshaka. Yeah, I started that and then I got, I forgot about it. I like it. So I like I gotta it. I got to get back to it. It's good. I find it's that just rosette. It's one of those things where you get 
pulled away to something and you forget what's on Disney Plus yeah. because they have one thing at a time. Yeah, I always forget what I'm watching, but uh, that Rosaria Dawson who plays the Jedi, she's very intriguing. If you know what and I mean. She's been around a long time. I don't exactly know how old she is, but she we've looks been good. seeing her name for what seems like 20 years and she looks great. I like her. Very, very much so. <laughs> I find her very interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Attractive woman. What can I say? Oh, Rosaria Dawson's 44. Wow, see? Wow. She looks fantastic. She looks great. She's got all that weird uh, makeup. I didn't know Jedi's wear like um, like uh, face tattoos they, they put on her. It's very unusual. Well, she's from some other tribe of some people, and they, they can all be Jedi's. It's just, are you trained to be one? And Jason, you know about Jedi. What is that court yeah. jester hat she wears on her head? What's her no, story? No, no, that's 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 not her hat. That's her her that's head, a, I believe. Yeah, that that's she's an alien. She has so. uh, like a horn or something. Oh, looks <laughs> yeah, like any, a weird any... hat. Yeah, no, because it because it probably so, is because it's makeup that they put on. But yeah, no, I think yeah. those are those, those, those. What do you call them? Horns or whatever? Those right. floppy horns mm. that come out of her head. I know there's an like official a, Star Wars name for it. But... Like a tail coming out of her head. Yeah. yeah, it's called a lacou. Yeah. A lacou. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and the stripes that she has, those kind of tiger stripes, that's, that's just part of her, whatever her race is, uh, in, in the Star Wars oh. universe. Yeah. I don't know much about Twi-lek. it, but she's, the whole, the whole thing is she's running around hiding from people and then fighting people. And it doesn't take Some a lot the, of, there's never a bunch of Jedis. They're always stranded somewhere. Yeah. They never get together. They, they're always alone and they fight by themselves and I don't know why they don't all get together. Well, they used to be Howard back before Darth Vader. All the Jedi were together in the council. Right. There were thousands of them. And you did yeah. Yoda well, was the leader of them. Why don't we see that? Because, because all we ever see is everybody getting their butt kicked. You oh, you mean the first Yoda, Yoda was the head of the Jedi's for all Jedi's, Jason? He was head of the Jedi Council. That is correct. Wow. Um, and there were used to be thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, Jedi. Um, and then the Emperor and Darth Vader killed them all with order. I believe it was called 66. That's when all the stormtroopers turned because the stormtroopers used to work with the Jedi. And then hmm. they hit a button and all the stormtroopers turn on the Jedi and just start killing them right next to them. And that's how we ended. Why up did the stormtroopers do that? I mean, why would they turn on the Jedi? I'm glad you asked. So stormtroopers are clones <laughs> and they were clones made by the Emperor who then put a little chip in their whatever their clone brain, and so he could just oh. flip a switch, and boom! All the stormtroopers went from being working with the Jedi to fighting the Jedi in an instant. Wow! Wiped out the whole and the Jedi. Jedi. Couldn't figure Pretty that out. No, how would they know? Imagine you're in the middle of a battle in war and all your troops turn on you on a dime. That's how it happened. Like literally. But they're supposed to have these superpowers. This is what right. bothers me. They can. No, read they, lines, they, they no, can do they all don't. this stuff. Robin, you're you reading too much into it. Right. No, she's oh, not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of anger with the existing Jedi's that Yoda and all this council miss this. This all happened right under their nose. This big plot and conspiracy. Yeah. So, and that is why, oh. like, Ahsoka left the Jedi. She's like, I don't want to be around you guys anymore. You're, you're, you're a mess. She doesn't want to train anybody yeah. to be a Jedi. She doesn't right. want to train anybody. So they are mad. Oh. There's a lot of anger. 
Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. So Ahsoka, that's why she's off on her own, because she's mad at all the other Jedi, because they didn't pick up on the the, the soldiers shooting all of them. She felt it. She, she left before that even happened. She's like, you guys don't know what's going on. You're a mess. I don't want to be around you anymore. And she see, just Robin? left, she left mid-training. She, this guy knows, what do you this mean, guy knows, see, see, Robin? I was upset. Why didn't they pick up on it? I know, but, but do you see that Jason is valuable? <laughs> he keeps saying, what, are we, what is he here doing? I mean, the guy knows everything about Jedi. Okay. He's yeah. a Jedi authority. Uh, authority. He is. 20 years. Whatever you. Yeah. How do you know all that? Do you know that from reading books? I watch uh, so so I watch a lot of the cartoons, uh, Rebels and Clone Wars, where they Clone really Wars. flesh out, where they really flesh out because those three movies, the prequel movies, came out in the early two thousands, and they weren't well received. Uh, but these cartoons have like expanded on that world, added new characters, put a whole backstory that was hard to follow in the movies, and it's it's pretty fascinating uh, uh, for a geek like me. How old are you again? I am 44 years old, Howard. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. I thought you were older. Okay. <laughs> he, he's still okay being this into Star Wars? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Tuesday, Tuesday nights at my house? Because that's it's really cool. Ahsoka, Disney's doing the new thing with it. It comes out at Tuesdays at 9 o'clock. Like, it actually wow. has a time slot, and, and you could tune in for it. And um, Tuesday, big night at the house. Do you watch Ahsoka? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm saying Ahsoka. Tuesday night. Yeah, you watch it though, right? You watch. I love it. Love it. Yes, I watch it. He's doing appointment television to it. (laughs) Do you think uh, Rosaria Dawson is hot? I do. I think she's hot, and I think that look she gets in her eyes when she's having the lightsaber fight—it just is like intense. I'm going to kill you. Look in her eye is uh is is awesome. Yeah, she's great. Show. All right. Good. Yeah. All right. Fun times. All right. Thank you. Thanks for the explanation. (laughs) Actually, it was very clear and concise, and now I know, Robin. You're right. Ahsoka's mad because uh, what? What is this? Why is uh, Yoda not figuring out that uh, the robots are going right. to turn on uh, thousands of us, and we can't figure out that uh, the Emperor is going to betray us? So you see, uh, Jimmy. Both Jimmys went back to work. Stephen Colbert yeah. went back to work. All of these guys. The strike, I guess, is over. For the writers, but the actors are still in negotiations. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw Jimmy was back on the air and both Jimmy's and uh, I'm like, oh. Jimbo, Jimbo. I wonder if they're excited or they're miserable. Like they have so much. I think Jimmy Fallon for sure is excited because he tried to, uh, didn't all of them try to come back early? Yeah. They don't want (laughs) to be away. They wanted to be on. Jeez, I don't know. I'd be real happy if I had like six months off. <laughs> I mean, not for the staff and stuff. I mean, you know, people are out of work. I, that was a horrible strike. Yeah. I'm glad everyone's back. Because it was back. 147 I, days. I didn't even realize it was that long. Well, I'll tell you what. I had some people I knew in show business who, you know, despite what everyone thinks, they're not millionaires. They're just working uh, actors and writers. And uh, they were hurting. They were really afraid that some people were losing their homes. I mean, it was really bad. Well, the actors are still there. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, I wonder if like Jimmy Kimmel or uh, Colbert seems like he'd be happy to be back. I don't know if Jimmy Kimmel's happy to be back or not. I didn't ask him. Kimmel Kimmel. 
Well, I know they cared about their staffs who were yeah. not able to work. Well, that I know. And yeah. and they were very upset that, the, you know, they were in dire straits mm. without paychecks. And yeah. and Jimmy Kimmel had Arnold on last night. Yeah, I know. And we'll be talking to him tomorrow. So Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, is that it? Am I done? Did I hit all the commercial? Oh, OK. I'll end with a zip recruiter. 